Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Damn It Vince. Um, I'm Ellis, got a four-man team back here today. I'm Ellis. Uh, Joe, how are you? Fine, fine. Uh, it's all exciting and good. I've had a nap. I've got my beer. It's Friday. Good. Top rope brewery beer. I have. It is top rope brewery. Sour Papa Mango. It's very delicious. Would recommend. Good. Two thumbs up. If you like craft beer and you like wrestling, very good. Good yes. amalgamation of the two. Very good. And uh, John, how are you? Yeah, all good. I've not had a nap, but I do have beer, so... The Brewdog Survival Kit. And welcome back, uh, Butcher. A few weeks. I'm back again from another hiatus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, How are you? You good? All right, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to another round of Butcher prediction. I've had a very, very heavy, intensive wrestling week this week. I know. It's it's only going to get worse. Yeah. (laughs) We were just talking before, like, I'm I'm being at home for three days waiting on a COVID test result. But yesterday, Thursday, I was very grateful. Because there's not a chance I could have got through all that wrestling. <laughs> I wasn't that old. You can watch two wrestling shows or the Zack Snyder Cut of Justice League. I know which one I'd rather do. I, I've done I've done both. I did both. Oh, why <laughs> would you watch four hours of a DC? I've done both. Dido was there as well, watching it. So, yeah. Did them both. How is it? Another podcast. <laughs> is it worth the four hours? It didn't feel like four hours. Probably because I watched it in a one hour and three hour one hour last night and three hours today, but uh, it was a hell of a lot better than that last thing that was put out. I'll stick with my hallmark of greatness films, thank you. <laughs> nice plug. Nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> hey, 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 broke the top 200 on Apple this week, thank you. Done. Nice. Yeah, so uh, welcome. Thanks again for uh, joining us. We've um, quite a lot of shows to review this week. There's been, a, as Butch has alluded to, quite a lot of wrestling. We are going to be, because uh, of Fastlane this weekend, we'll be doing our predictions, but also looking back at Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns from Fastlane 2015 when they main evented and uh, recapping how they've changed since then and what that match was like. Show reviews then. I'm, a- I'm actually going to go a bit backwards here. Let's start with the New Japan Cup. Butcher, John? It's been great so far. There's been surprises. Like In the first round, you had Shingo knocked Okada out in the very first round. Just, was it yesterday? Uh, David Finlay knocked Jay White out, which I think we were all, or at least three of us, watching live. And yeah. our chat was just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I, never I don't think anyone saw that one coming. Um, and then, of course, I, I think I've put it down as my highlight of the week. The um, Probably the highlight of the tournament so far, the Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay match, which yeah. was just incredible. I did I did so like good. that, but uh, I only watched it with, the, as I do, I only watched it with Japanese commentary, so I have no idea what was going on. Yeah. But I like the English swearing that they seem to be able to get away with in it. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Come on, he, dickhead. <laughs> uh, he did He did call him a melon at one point as yeah. well. Yeah. So you were right about that, John. <laughs> Technically not a swear, but in context, somehow a swear. I think he called him somehow a... Somehow worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, I've, ne- I've never been a huge fan of Osprey. I often feel like his matches are a bit too rehearsed, but this was... It, it got the balance just right. And it, to me, it felt like two English lads who went to school together and were mates... And then just gradually have grown apart and grown apart and just had this animosity towards each other and never spoke about it. And then they've just got to beat the crap out of each other. That and they, they see each other in the Weatherspoons on curry night and it just kicks yeah. off in the car park. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've not watched Osprey in a very long time. Like I know he's turned heel over the last mm. year or so. Yeah, it's not. But he, like you say to... about the uh, rehearse thing, like... He was a very different Will Ospreay to what I'm used to watching. Yeah, it, it is moving more and more away from that. I think a few years ago when, I think 
it was with uh, Ricochet, Ricochet yeah. and he was making a lot of headlines. Like it very much split the community that match, didn't it? Like it was, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it, but um, no, that was been the highlight of the whole tournament, and we're heading into this weekend for the semi-finals now. And my brackets have been destroyed on one side. I on, <laughs> I've only picked one of the semi-final win uh, semi-finals. So, I think we were both convinced Sedano was going to the final. Yeah, I might have been a bit blinded by my absolute love for him, but how does Hiromu feel about that? Oh, he he's part of the relationship. It's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's possible for silence to be confusion, there we go. <laughs> well, no, I'm looking forward to the rest of the this weekend. I did notice though the final uh, on Sunday. The show starts at five a.m. though. Yes, um, so. I might not catch the whole show live. <laughs> 5 a.m. here time. 5 a.m. here, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Oh, that's a bookend of a day then, isn't it? Mm. But the, the, the semi-finals won't be out until later on, 10-ish maybe. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the undercard on. Well, first, we're, we're doing, obviously, predictions for Elimination Chamber later, but we've, we're going to do predictions for the uh, New Japan semis and finals as well. So do you want to do them while we're here? Talking it can about do it. for me, yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> Joel's face is a picture here. I just randomly oh. guessed. Uh, I went, <laughs> went the opposite of what you did because I have no idea. Your reasons are good. <laughs> uh, I just I went evil because he's got the best name of between him and Shingo. I'm going to go with evil, obviously. He's evil, uh, isn't he? But Shingo is the dragon. Does that change things? No, evil is better than dragon, isn't it? Like, <laughs> wait, is he chaotic evil? Or like, it's <laughs> uh, mo- mostly boring evil. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Well, I've written it. It's, it's on the it's on the spreadsheet now. We can't Even change. In, <laughs> in one of his matches, I can't remember which round it was, or it might have just been one of the preview matches this week. He did the whole like Undertaker lights out, and then. I come back and get like clobbier from the dark sort of thing. It wasn't even a superpower. His mate had just ran off to the back and turned the lights off and they didn't even try and hide it. (laughs) (laughs) They just put 20p in the meter. (laughs) Christ. That's fine. Like I said, I'm sticking with it. Um, No, I've gone for Shingo. But yeah, I do. uh, I never underestimate how much the bookers in New Japan love evil though. So I wouldn't be surprised if he wins. But... I've, I did pick Shingo from the very beginning to win the whole tournament, so I've got to stick with him. No, I, I went for Shingo, just he seemed like quite a <laughs> favourite to win. So I was like, here we go. I was the same. I've been enjoying all his matches so far. So I thought Shingo seems to have really been pushed since he lost the last title he had. Yeah, the um, open weight, never open, open weight. Open weight, yeah. Yeah, I think that's partially why they had him drop the title so they could move him into the heavyweight picture yeah it makes a lot of sense because i was very yeah. surprised when he lost it and then suddenly he was yeah he was getting pushed in the heavyweight bracket a lot yeah. more but, yeah. i've been noticing as well when lij have been coming out for like their team matches in the previews normally naito would come out as the last person of the group but it's been uh shingo who's been coming out last after naito oh really yeah I like they've wanted, wanted to put a bit of focus on him yeah which almost certainly means it's going to be evil because we've been very long before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, joe's getting the points <laughs> and all the bloody hell i can get i'm only so, like two ahead of uh, a paul and he's missed loads <laughs> yeah, he missed the whole pay-per-view moving on to semi-final two and joe you've got a good a nice reason there for your winner from will osprey and david finley yeah, I've just realised, is David Finlay fit Finlay's son? Yeah. Is he? Oh, is it? Yeah. Is he? Oh, I quite want to change my mind now. Cause... Go on. <laughs> no, again, it's on the document, which I've just noticed your little note as well. Thanks for keeping the format in the same, John. 
You're yeah, such I... a teacher, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know I we were being graded. On our yeah, I was going to say my but... spelling's atrocious, so it's just copy and pasting. I don't mind spelling; it's it's the it's the format and the bold. Uh, I've just put osprey <laughs> because that is a bird. <laughs> it's a nice bird as well. I know, but I didn't know it was Fit Finley's son. Oh man, I feel taught now. I'm 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 sticking with osprey. I like birds of prey. Yeah. And uh, thank, this is why you listen to Dammit Vince, everybody, for this. <laughs> In-depth In wrestling depth. interviews and stuff. He's he named after it. a bird or it's Fit Finley's son. You remember Fit Finley? Yeah. We're, we're moving into the New Japan one. <laughs> well, me and Joe are. And Joe. Anyway, who have you got all this? Um, I've got Osprey. I, don't, I, I can't see them sending Finley all the way to the final. I'm, I'm the same. I think he's had his like big win mm. with Jay White and like, that's, that's his story done for it yeah i read an interesting um it was just a response to a tweet or something i think and some report there's a reason the reason for them having finley beat jay white is because finley and juice robinson have just won the impact titles haven't they tag titles yep and they're wondering whether it's going to lead to a bit of a new japan invasion of impact and jay white and god would go over to impact for a bit which would be interesting because that would lead into into that happening I mean, the whole impact thing is all going weird now, isn't it? Because yeah. we have different fun. tag, different tag teams, there's different tag team champions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your impact tag, you know, your old impact tag team, tag team champions were being featured more on AEW. Your new ones are featured more on New Japan. <laughs> it's so uh, yeah. This whole interweaving of the wrestling blanket is uh, yeah. a lovely thing to see. Yeah, and the the story that they're telling with. Jay White, where he keeps like losing these big matches and things, it's feeling a bit like he's feeling a bit lost. Like, is he going to go and take it out on Finley elsewhere? Because his backstage interview was like, I'm, "I'm not. This isn't finished. It's not over. You're going to pay for this." The obvious way to make him pay is to have him lose his titles. They hold. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who've you gone for, John? Uh, I went for Osprey. We've all gone for Osprey. Yeah, yeah, I went for him. Um, and spoiler for the finals, I've gone for him to win it. I just think knowing that he's had this heel turn recently, having watched that Zack Sabre Jr. match, and like I said, I've not seen much of New Japan, but he looks very different to what I know. So I feel like him getting yeah, a win like this is a part of that story. The longer the tournament's gone on, the more I felt like it might be Ospreys to win. But obviously, like I said before, I've been gone with Shingo Takagi from the start, so I'm going to have to stick with him. <laughs> It's on my officially written out brackets, so <laughs> no changing now. If <laughs> you go, if you come for John, uh, Shingo for the same reason. I kind of thought he'd be it from the start, and I apparently I'm too stubborn to change my mind, despite all the signs pointing either way. <laughs> and uh, Joe, I see you are keeping Osprey because of the same bird yeah. related reason. <laughs> uh, he's an endangered species. <laughs> are they endangered ospreys? I mean, a lot of birds of prey are, aren't they? I know they've introduced red, yeah. red kites back into uh, into Britain. Um, I'm going to go, just because you've mentioned it there, Impact had pay-per-view last week, Sacrifice. I can't say I watched it all. I obviously saw the end of the uh, tag team match, but I did re- watch the main event, um, especially after Phil from last week. He really sold. He, he sold Rick Swan <laughs> to me. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen it. He, he did an interview with him as well leading up to this that he posted on his Twitter. Which is a really oh, good, no. which is a really good, um, really good read. So yeah, uh, Rick Swan versus Moose for the um, well, there's t- two belts on the line. 
they both they both held about what, what was about moose moose held it was TNA. so it was the, the old tna world championship from when it was tna whereas now it's just impact, impact. wrestling yeah yeah he, he brought it back I don't know the full extent of the story, but yeah, it was he's brought it back for some reason, and they were both claiming to be the world champion. Essentially, it's a funny entity. Moose, I've not watched that match, but with Moose, I sometimes I watch him. I think Jesus, he could be like the best thing in the world, and then other times, like you just don't really care. (laughs) He just doesn't seem motivated sometimes. I think (laughs) he is very motivated. I I don't watch him regularly week for week. That might be a terrible opinion of him, but I'm I'm hoping. I don't know schedules, but I'm. Hoping Swan retains because Ibushi comes in and interferes. That's what I'm going. For. That's the uh, thing that's going to happen. Early prediction. Is, is <laughs> well, the, yeah, his Omega's going to just beat the piss out of him, and then like shenanigans will happen. Could, could could it feed into what I was saying earlier about David Finley though? Could Jay White have something to do with it? And the bullet hole bullet club, like the like the God guys, particularly Tamatong, has been very vocal on Twitter about not being happy about them using bullet club on AEW. So <gasps> battle of the um, bullet clubs. That yeah. was uh, pro- probably is a nice segue into AEW this week, uh, and I'll, I'll dive right in with Moxley's promo based on what you just said. Because <laughs> I had to, Moxley and Kingston, I should say, I had to rewatch that about three times just to get all the references they were dropping. Are we, are we allowed to say Bullet Club on live? Uh, there's a bit in the promo when you can see Kingston's like naturally laughing and like yeah. having to recompose but, himself. It's um, brilliant. But it was funny what he said, and like they're just two lads having a laugh with each other. I was mm. like, this is brilliant. But then, like, it goes from silly to incredibly serious when Kingston starts, what was it, the, the two-pack lyrics? Cowards die a thousand deaths, but heroes only die once. And I'm like, fucking hell, son. Yeah. <laughs> it sets you up for it, doesn't it? Yeah, I was a great pairing. I like Mott saying that he'd waste. <laughs> he's fed up of uh, Gallows and Anderson. And he said, everywhere I go, they die, and I've wasted money on talking Choppermania. Talking <laughs> Choppermania. <laughs> <laughs> they refer to Gallows as Forky from Toy Story 4. <laughs> we kicked off with the match on I've written. He exudes the confidence of a luchador Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> oh, yeah. Penta uh, code it, wasn't it? Penta. Yeah. Penta, just, yeah, sexiest, yeah. An all right match. I don't know why Cody can't just take a loss, though. Yeah. Because, like, he's clearly going to be written off, isn't he, at some point? Just take the loss. Let Penta do his arm break thing. That he, and then just like, ah, that's you. Go. Bye. Come back in six months. They have a good good chemistry, the two of them. Penta, having gone back and started watching after Butcher sent me that Lucha Underground stuff, Penta's amazing. It's just everything he does looks really, really just tasty. It looks really good. Yeah, he, he is a, he's a class act, Penta. Very good. And the man looks great in a suit. <laughs> or a little green hat. And or a little green hat, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw in a bit of devil's advocate here. I enjoyed Penta's and Cody's chemistry. I enjoyed the tag match a lot. But if you'd have been watching, say, Raw, and the first hour of the show, you had three matches. One of them was a squash and two of them ended in a roll-up. There would be shit. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, the Cody thing and the Moxley thing was exactly the same. Exactly the same um, surprise roll-up. And then there's there's a fallout in the ring from it. It did feel a bit lazy. It jarred me because I don't really see that from them. They don't do it very often, but once a show is fine. Don't do it twice within an hour of each other. That was the thing. I'm fine with Jade Cargill doing squashes at the moment because they've got to build her up, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. That's... I, I was, but it's like them three as your first three matches. It was like the, yeah. the, the actual spacing of it, like the, the fourth match between uh, Ray Phoenix and Angelico was, was brilliant. Like maybe move that one. 
yeah. down to break that up, break that chain up. It was, yeah. It's, I mean, as long as they don't do it four times a, a week like Raw does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are falling into that distractions trap thing quite a bit as well. But uh, yeah, I think it is becoming a bit more common, isn't it? I think it's something a lot of people are happy about. You don't need to. It's it's yeah. That's uh, one of the things I loved about AEW was that you didn't have you you had a more more often than not a clean finish. Yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, it's the it's the it's the big reset, isn't it? So I guess they've got to start stirring some shit up. But yeah, if it keeps happening, I will be. Putting a complaint in to formal letter to wrestling headquarters <laughs> or whatever. Uh, we got MGF and the Pinnacle, as they're now being oh. called, which I don't care for. <laughs> no, that is not a good name. No, it's not. And the T-shirt may be worse. Oh, the T-shirt is—it's not great. It looks like mm. uh, like it's some sort of protein drink that you—you you know, yeah. some sort of T-shirt you get free with yeah. one of them. This one will them. help you walk up the top of Everest. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Drink. But his promo was fire. He took big, big shots at Jericho. I noticed that there's an equal number of those as there is of uh, in a circle. So that blood and gut, blood and gut, and an equal amount of Empire members also, I believe. Well, you see, yeah. and Dark Order. Yeah, mm. could and we also, get a massive blood gut, blood and gut. I'm thinking match. if they're putting two rings together and putting a big cage over them, they're getting at least three matches out of it, aren't they? That's <laughs> that's my theory because it seems like they're setting up for a lot of faction versus faction. I noted that when he was introducing them. Well. I noted this and then I read someone else comparing it to something different. So it was very much like Jericho introducing the inner circle. It was exactly the same. It was exactly yeah. the same as which I liked. But then I was reading online, like um, one of the reviews of the show wasn't happy at all. He thought his promo was, was nonsense and didn't really achieve much. I didn't mind it. But they said that he basically introduced him like Triple H doing evolution. I got a very evolution vibe from it. That first shot where they got off the plane and they were all in the suits, and that was very evolution. Yeah, it's how yeah. you you portray yeah, living, the, living the big life, though, isn't it? You're not going to yeah. have them all arriving on push bikes, are you? you know what I mean? It's it's what people aspire to be is, is private jets. And I thought it was really good. I think MJF, the fact they let Tully have a go first as well. Yeah, and he was like, I started my career like this, and I want to end my career like this. And I'm like, fair play to you, son. But well, yeah, MJF. We talked about the importance of commentators this week, I think, just in the group chat. And there was a bit, I can't remember who said it, I want to say Excalibur. It was Excalibur. About, about the gambling <laughs> last year. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When the rumours of the like four horsemen group were floating, originally floating around, MJF was always in the discussion of it. And then it, it, all, it sort of petered out, didn't it? And then like other people became more, oh, could it be him? And then it just, the whole idea seemed to sort of disappear. Sean Spears disappeared. But have they done that on purpose? Have they booked it on purpose so we forget about it? Possibly. And MJF was the plan, that was the plan all along to have that group with MJF, isn't it? That's the, the sort of yeah, good thing about months and months yeah. about that is that if it's taken them a year to put this together, mm. which looking at interviews with MJF and stuff, he's always been very um, praise, praiseful, very praising, praiseful. <laughs> praiseful, very praising of FTR and Sean Spears and Tully. So yeah. it could be it was just a fun thing they decided to do at the start of it. When, like, because it was was literally a year ago this week that the first no crowds match was held, uh, which is a long time, and I can't remember wrestling before it really, having watched. Yeah, um, Daniel Bryan's now calling it the Thunderdome era, so that's, that's when you know <laughs> it was MJF's. Uh, I think promo skills on that were were top notch. He does he does snidey, angry man really really well, and like he said, he's got twenty five years left in him, and he's only going to get better. The Matt Hardy thing, yeah, it's fine. 
I'm assuming they're going to be, it's going to be Matt Hardy versus the Dark Order at Blood and Guts. Mm. It's happening, mark my words. <laughs> a year ago I, today in Cody's uh, promo, he's mentioned Blood and Guts a lot. He did. <laughs> I, en- I enjoyed uh, Butcher and the Blades gut buster. It was fine. Yeah. It's just that the, the, the big 10-men matches are always a bit messy. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't, I don't Particularly like them. without a really experienced team in there. Like... The, the ones that have someone like Young Bucks in, like they tend to function a bit better than... They can carry it better, yeah. but um, like their country... This was a lot of new team, re- 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 relatively unexperienced people. Yeah, it was fine, but it was, yeah, I think possibly the weakest bit of the entire evening for me. Uh, Derby Sting, different, finally. Derby puts out an open... Ch- mentions Brody Lee which was nice, keeping his name in the running. Mm-hmm. But apparently he debuted, debuted, what is it, a year ago? Yeah, a year yeah, this week again, him and Matt Hardy as well. He never had a crowd. It, never had a crowd, and it should have been, yeah. Um, there's a lovely bit later where negative one, he's like, I'll do it! And they're like, maybe in 10 years, you're nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got uh, Meat Man John Silver versus Derby next week. Lance Archer comes out, does some chatting shit. Jake Roberts calls Darby Allen a hot dog, which I thought was very strange. Mm. Well, someone on Twitter saying Lance Archer's coming out saying I'm going to take up someone's time and then they went, yeah, my time, fuck off. <laughs> oh no, it was good. It was like, Darby, you're like coughing so much I'm going to put you in one. That's good. And then you got Jake Roberts going, hot dogs. It was like, oh man. Yeah, Jake's becoming more and more um, surplus to requirements by the week, isn't it? Brian Cage and Team Taz come out. Brian Cage snatches the microphone off Taz and tells um, Sting that he respects him and he's still an icon. So there's some sort of schism happening there within Team Taz. That was my biggest takeaway from that whole thing. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's going to be Brian Cage versus the rest of Team Taz, and he beats the living piss out of them all. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's happening with that, but yeah, they need to do something with Cage because I think he's a bit. I mean, they need to do something with all of Team Taz to be honest, because they seem a bit wasted doing circling the airport with with this Darby Allen thing. That's done. They've had the big blow off. Yeah, it's the gone fight. for a long time, that hasn't it? Yeah, They've had the big street on. fight. Let it go. Yeah, it went for a long time with not much happening in it as well just, you know i think uh, tony's a bit fed up of saying it's sting now yeah his well, yeah, enthusiasm he... for it is completely gone <laughs> because he knows that he's literally going to come out and then someone else is going to cut him off at some point it's yeah, uh... just his introduction he's like sting it's gone he needs, to, it. he needs to chat to michael cole how to keep the it's boss time <laughs> the energy going for that still, <laughs> still like it's the first time he's ever said it phoenix angelico really good match yeah. I love watching Angelico. What I enjoy about Angelico matches is there's always something you've never seen before. Yeah, he's just such a big pipe cleaner man, isn't he? Yeah, and he wrestles in such a different style than really I think I've ever seen. Like I've never, yeah, style he referred to. I'm not sure I've ever watched a wrestler who claims to wrestle in that way before. Phoenix is on a roll this year. Yeah, I mean he's not of this earth, is he? No. (laughs) The man can fly. I'm yeah, sure. he, he literally hovers in midair. We've got Phoenix and Pack against the Young Bucks at some point. I'm not sure when. I imagine the next pay-per-view will probably they'll drag well, that one out. That's May, isn't it? Oh, is it? Right. Maybe I don't know. Cause it, we might have another sort of big Wednesday before then, isn't it? I, I would imagine it would be the, the Wednesday of TakeOver Night 1 would be my prediction, if I'm going to put that. That could yeah. be a good shout. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the... Justin Roberts comes out and he's like, we're going to turn the lights off. This is now not like official. And then holy fucking shit. Holy shit. What a match. I've, I've watched this back. Of, I mean, a mate of mine who hasn't been keeping up with wrestling texts me and said, have you seen this? I've watched it three times. It's, yeah, it's 
I mean, yeah, I was I, worried at the start because like, there was some weak ass chair shots and thunder. I was like, oh, they're gonna hold back the chair shots at the beginning. I was a bit like, oh, here we go. And then as soon as they were in the crowd and they had Brian Pillman looking like he genuinely shit his pants. <laughs> Yeah, it was on from then on in. The sort of curb stomp onto the stairs is when it all sort of really kicks mm-hmm. off. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, it's just hell on toast, isn't it? Just constant in- escalation. Inventive, though, as well. Obviously, had the, the suplex onto the chairs in the middle. Well, not that inventive, but like the ladder drop kick onto Brit. That was Ooh. nasty. Like around a neck. And the flatliner uh, onto the ladder, Death Valley driver onto the ladder from the middle rope. They, they were inventive with the spots. Yeah, absolutely amazing, lovely stuff. Some amazing sort of iconic photographs have come out of this as well. Um, well, Britt said you want to be the face of a division. Um, I'm sorely tempted by the... that T-shirt, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second instance now, though, where she's had a, like an iconic photo of her just bleeding, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, after she got her nose broken uh, yeah. by Sheeta. Genuinely uh, an amazing... Fantastic match. Yeah. I would say better than um, the Moxley-Omega unsanctioned match yeah. because it felt tighter. It felt like there wasn't so much walking about waiting to get two bits. It was They didn't go outside of the ring yeah. everything was there but more natural didn't it the violence yeah. uh reba rebel actually did some sort of useful stuff in it and like when she was mopping the blood off her face because i'm that that was a deep blade that weren't it that baker done <laughs> that was like down to the skull with that um but yeah i was genuinely concerned the amount of blood that was on the, she was losing a lot of blood well like went into her eye was the thing it? thunder roses seemed to sort of dry up like she, after she like came up from them stairs and it was all down half of her face and it looked amazing, and then it seemed to like keel on its own. Whereas all the way through it, she's just pissing blood off her face. It was everywhere. The thumbtacks bit. I was oh. when she stood up afterwards and her whole back was like an armadillo. I was like, mate, this is not good. I love a good thumbtack spot. Yeah, I get excited when they bring the bag out. You know what's in it. You know what's yeah. in it. Well, I, 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 do, like, I like I like a twist though when it's like Legos or something. Oh, the, the D fours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the um, when she put the lock jar on, but then Thunder Rosa rolled her back onto the thumbtacks. That was, mm. and I like inventive ways of getting out of out of stuff like that. Yeah, stuff submissions or pins and stuff. That was a that was a good like one. I said, I, for a for a what four five month feud, mm. if not a bit longer, it's it's a hell of a way to go out, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a very strong feud from the beginning. Like, I think they brought the best out of each other. Yeah, Thunder Rosa is is just like that talented that she's like, if you want to play, then you have to get to this level. Mm. Well, I really appreciate like I mentioned the Death Valley driver that Rosa did from the uh, the middle rope and yeah. the ladder. But when you watch it back, you like you appreciate how she modifies it to be safe. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you watch how she lands and how she places Brit, it's her leg comes down looks, slightly earlier to carry the weight. Yeah, of it, it looks yeah. it looks it looks brutal, but you can see the safety in it. And like oh that. yeah, they're not really trying to hurt each other. But no, but you, you got to appreciate that. Oh, well, <laughs> to make it look convincing but also safe is is ninety percent of the act, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yep. But yeah, uh, again, I say this a lot, but early contender for match of the year <laughs> yeah just because uh i don't think i've ever seen women on tv deliberately sort of bleeding like that like becky famously but that was that was because she got twatted in the face wasn't it this yeah. is deliberate sort of to show that yeah if if cody rhodes can do it every week then why can't we and i'm like you can 
just not so much next time. Don't go so deep next time. <laughs> you say match of the year, I'd, I'd actually say for me, it's one of the best dynamite matches. Yeah, I'll yeah. go with that. They're the best women's match they've had in AEW so far, I'd say. No, not easily, but I yeah. just think, just regardless of gender, just a, yeah. a, a normal dynamite match. Mm. That's got to be at least in the top three matches, if not. Yeah. Be up there, yeah. Again, it was excellently paced, brilliant storytelling, ridiculous spots. And yeah, I, I mean... There's other bits in it that are like not from the match itself. We've talked a lot recently about adding depth to the division, having stories, and you had they paid attention to having Shida watching in the back, and then they paid attention to Jade Cardell watching in the crowd. And I was like, well, that's good. So like, just just put character to it now. Beyond these two, just put character to it because to me, this this should be the equivalent to AEW as Sasha and Bailey at Takeover. Like, yeah, you've yeah. turned that corner now. You need to keep your foot on the gas. Yeah, I think they need to get the as much as the light sheet. Uh, they need to get the title onto one of those two, yeah, sooner rather yeah. than later because they they're gonna do more character wise, aren't they? And stories are probably gonna work better around them too. I mean, as much as I love Sheeta, she's beige, isn't she? Yeah, there's there's nothing fantastic in the ring. Yeah, oh, yeah. But there's no there's no storytelling with her. It's it's fine. Put it on Thunder Rose. Put it on Britt Baker. At least you've got some sort of something you can do with it. Adam Adam Cole simultaneously slagging off Kyle O'Reilly and then said, "Oh, also my girlfriend's a badass." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, when when the the in, in the after the match thing where she's in the in the doctor's office and they're just pulling the tax out and it's just she's just like, "Yeah, uh, I, I feel so." Someone just goes, "Wait until tomorrow morning." <laughs> yeah, it got the thumb up from Mick Foley for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the gold standard, isn't it? He used yeah, to wear yeah. a shirt at least, you know, when he was doing these things. <laughs> <laughs> True. Also in that video when she's back there, and I don't mean this in a like who the fuck are you way. It's a genuine question. Like other than being a reporter, who is Dave Meltzer and why is his opinion so important? Because when she's having the pins put out of it and she's like, Oh, I hope Dave Meltzer likes this. And I'm like, oh. He's the one who he gives all the star ratings, doesn't he? I know that, but PWR, why, why is he so important? Just because the, the, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated is regarded as the wrestling review magazine isn't it they're the ones that do the yearly rated rankings of who the best wrestlers are and stuff it's like the oldest wrestling yes. magazine isn't it it's it's the the it's the vice the authority on wrestling isn't it, essentially and he's the one who's always headed it um I, I think it's just a like the longevity of his career and all that surrounds it really he's not someone who's just started reporting a few years ago or whatever he's been doing it for decades yeah oh yeah when i look at his list of five star matches it goes mm. back a long time i just yeah, i just wonder because she's thinking about it and she's getting the thumbs yeah. up pulled out of the back I think <laughs> he, he does have uh some biases i think particularly towards yeah. uh, new japan but new japan. <laughs> Um, yeah, if in, it's in the Tokyo Dome, you can add an extra star onto it probably straight away. Uh, <laughs> and in opposite AEW news, uh, we had the debut of AEW Elevation, or yeah. as I like to call it, Dark 2.0, but more boring. <laughs> I like Dark. It's something I can put on, not really focus on, but you've still got Taz and Excalibur chatting shit in the background. Like Taz genuinely doesn't seem to know what's going on a lot of the time. And he's just I don't think he's being recorded. He knows he's being recorded. Yeah, I, I genuinely think he's just, just yeah, he's just having a chat with Excalibur while other people are practicing in the background. <laughs> and it, it 
Yeah, you see, yeah, you occasionally get a good match in there, but a lot of it's squash using it to get people over and, and stuff. Yeah. But it is it's the Taz and Excalibur dynamic that really sort of make it, and you get like negative one on there occasionally and stuff, which is fun. Uh, on Elevation, we had Tony, who at the best of times doesn't really know what's going on. He really and, didn't know what was going on. Uh-oh. And Paul White, who is supposed to be colour commentary. Now, unless that colour is is alabaster beige, it's it was so boring. I think I mentioned this on the chat. I zoned out for a while, and when I came back, he was talking about the price of fries. In and, Japan, yeah. And I was, what? Was like, there were some good matches in there. Yeah, but... if it had been an episode of Dark with normal commentary, I would have been like, if it's a good episode of Dark, guys, go yeah. watch it. Oh, at least watch these matches, but I was like, yeah. put it on, put some music on over the top, because you're not missing out. Yeah. I was surprised that um, the main show of Dynamite showed the finish of that match that set up. Fucking Omega. Nakamura! Yeah. That kick. That was just... <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. I, I mean... Like, okay, it happens, but you don't replay that on Dynamite. It's because uh, Matt Seidel is going up against Omega... Yeah, because... but you don't need to repeat the ending. You can just say he he won this match on that. I, I I don't know. Like I said, it was terrible. There's a bit after after that match where Tony Khan comes out and does some terrible oh, terrible I've stuff. Seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like Tony, stay backstage, mate. Yeah, as stick much to as... your promise of not being an on-screen thing. As yeah. much as much as I love you, uh, you're not good at this. <laughs> Get someone who can who can who can cut promos because you came across like a child on the verge of tears after someone had stolen your rock and you were telling your mum that one of the bigger boys had taken it. <laughs> a reference for our phones. <laughs> oh, rock is a type of sweet. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not that a story that's happened to me or anything. From what I was expecting to what it was, I was very disappointed. It shaped up okay, and then they were like. We'd announced what five matches. Okay, here we go. Women's main event in, and then it was like, here's another seven matches, and that was like, that's when I zoned out. I was going to watch yeah. until they did that, and I was like, yeah, no, it's so yeah. doesn't need to be dark level thingy. Put five matches in there. Make them good matches. Make them matches. Yeah. Make them mid card or lower card matches. Yeah, like those the first lot of matches they announced. So I was thinking. Jungle Boy and Danny Limelight for 15 minutes. I'll take that. Was cracking, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then another, what, yeah, 11 matches in two yeah. hours. When it's, when it's again, as much as I love Chaos Project, they're not, you know, they're a dark team. Yeah. Putting them on elevation, you, they weren't doing anything for anyone. Weren't it, elevating anyone. Yeah, it was... I'm always a fan of people using other wrestlers as a weapon, but yeah. also also Serpentico's constant fear of Luther makes it worthwhile. I mean, I'll probably keep watching it, but I'm going to have music on in the background. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those like dark. If I hear there's a good match, I'll go out my way to watch it. But... I skimmed through a lot of it. Yeah. If you I if think... you if you muted both shows, are they distinguishable from each other? No, you could not tell apart from the backdrop. Hoping for was you know when Dark first started. An hour, yeah, bit under an hour. an hour, and it was like dynamite dark matches, and yeah. it was generally like squashes. people, yeah. a couple of squashes, a couple of good, ma- couple even like interviews of people. I really enjoyed dark, and I was kind of hoping elevation was going to be that. Cause I, mm. I don't cool. really want to stop dark um, having that many matches because it's giving indie wrestlers a paycheck, and I can't really be opposed to that. But it's got really big and unwieldy, and yeah. Six hours of AEW is too much to watch in a week. Yeah, especially when two and a half of them is just squashes. Yeah. yeah. So if we could just... I was just hoping for old Dark back as something else. Yeah. Uh, you know, because yeah, Dark was a nice little show when it first started. It was, yeah. I used to really enjoy it. Do them both as an hour. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it you, the, the sweet John, that said about like the the appeal of AEW was the the time that you needed to dedicate to? Yeah, like I used to, it, you know, when I was especially because I was like a relatively new fan, it was nice being able to watch like two hours of Dynamite, an hour of Dark, BTE, maybe if you fancied it. It's like two and a half hours, three and a half hours even. I can count. Um, <laughs> You're a doctor. <laughs> I am a doctor, and you should all be fucking terrified. Of that. <laughs> I've, I read doctors' handwriting for a living, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you'd be you'd be done. You'd know everything, every little detail, and it was a lot less, you know, um, a lot less intimidating than having to watch three hours of Raw and two hours of SmackDown and two hours of NXT, and you know, it's a lot more easy to get through. I don't know. Maybe when things open up, they might trim them down again. That's what I'm thinking because it de- definitely coincided with the start of all the shutdowns and stuff that yeah. Dark started growing, and yeah. it did feel very much like he was giving talents something to do whilst they couldn't wrestle elsewhere didn't it i think I mean, he's said that, that that's exactly mm. why it's happening and I, as, I, as i said before i can't say no to that but i was hoping no. dark elevation would be just a bit more focused the yeah. cream of the crop of yeah the dark sort of stuff they've done for the past year yeah elevate them rather than just dark 2.0 i'm not no it would have been a lot better if tony and big show could be on dark which is very much for development show yeah, but well, they put a lot of money in a big show, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not big show. Paul White. Paul White. No more BS. No more BS. I enjoyed NXT this week. Moving on. Yeah. Dexter Loomis is growing on me week. That whole Dexter Loomis Austin Theory thing is is growing on me week. I mean, I don't know where it's going, but I like it because it's <laughs> yeah. I hope it breaks it's, the it, way indie, up. Indie, Indie, how was the, the star of that whole thing? Indie Mrs. Wrestling Loomis. <laughs> she wasn't there, was she? And someone. Put out a tweet of, you know, when he strokes the head after he's choked them out. And then saying, someone tweeted, oh, I bet, I bet Indy wishes that was her. And she was like, oh, the Johnny and Candice wouldn't let me be, let me go there. <laughs> I wasn't allowed in this week. It was like, lucky boy. Yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed that match. Um, it was, it was good. I like what they're doing with it. Again, I don't know what they're doing with it, but I, I sort of like not knowing with it. Yeah. Um, thought, did, um, doesn't he whisper to him I thought we were friends or something yeah yeah. and I was like oh okay you have a moment so, when they're going to hug and he's like oh I knew you didn't feel yeah. that way and you didn't say that because commentators said that Johnny had paid off the therapist to say about his abs <laughs> it's just nonsense it's quite it's, yeah but I like a bit of silly nonsense you know <laughs> I, 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 like, I like Johnny and that mean on the iPad or whatever before <laughs> He could be Bobby showing up. Johnny Gargano like, is, yeah, is, is, is always money. In real, though, that was because the COVID stuff, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Been I, an I outbreak at NXT, yeah. Yes, that uh, has. Okay. Yeah. One of my big things, like, I know there's a lot of more bigger stories from this week, but um, Zoe Stark had what I would think is a bit of a breakout performance. Very good match, yeah. Really Kai. match. Kind of started off as like, yeah, yeah, but then like the last half of it was like, Phew. No, I was just going to say the same. She's going to grow into a quite a good farce in the women's division, I think, in NXT, isn't she? Yeah, she had a good match of IEO the other week, and now mm. this one. And I, I really like Kai's finisher in it as well. Off the top, just like she held her off the top oh, rope yes, and then yeah. dropped her and kicked her. But it was really good. And then I'd, we've talked about justice for Oscar, and I remember texting you after I watched this, like the way EO is booked is just, it's light and day in terms of how you would present someone. And there's that bit, 
uh, I think it was after that match, and Eel walks down. She's got a great music, as always. She just walks down, contract in her hand, literally bypasses Dakota as if she doesn't exist. It's completely blanked her. <laughs> the power of the blank. Yeah, throws a contract at Raquel. And it's like, sign this, and then walks out. And I was like, she's hardly said a word but she's just sold so much. She showed what she feels for Dakota Kai. She shows how much she wants for Kyle Gonzalez. She's shown she's a badass. She didn't say a word. With a mic, at least. Didn't say a word. She did say... She did yell something at her. Um, yeah, but she didn't have a mic. She no, didn't she didn't have, have a... No, she no. didn't have a mic and have to do a promo in front of everyone. Nah, I mean. you don't have to. You know, off you go. There's other ways of expressing the story, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And then there's a bit later on, I don't know if I was reading too much into it, and that Raquel's got the contract, and she's going on about the biggest mistake she's made, like time limit on the title. But then Dakota comes in and goes, right, I've got as a tag match next week against Zoe Stark and EO. And Raquel's kind of like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just focusing on EO now, and I'm done with that. But Kai's like, no, no, we need to finish that. And I don't know if it's because of the way she was by-stepped by, by EO. And she's jealous. Like there's there's an undertone towards it that made me wonder. As soon as Eo did that to Dakota Kai, I was like, I wonder how she'll react to that. And then that segment followed it up, and I was like, okay, maybe. I wonder if there's more to that. And then her and Raquel are going to break as well. Will it come in? Mm-hmm. Been a long time coming. My my wife walked into the room as I literally <laughs> shouted yes at my TV at the silhouette of a full grown man. And Bernie's <laughs> like, what's going on? I was like. Get it. <laughs> she didn't understand and I, I pet a group I was like Butcher how did you react Butcher I yippied with glee when he hit Champer across the chest for the first time when he Jesus s- Christ when he slapped the soul out of his body yeah, his body caved in that, that, that's got to be one of the biggest he's ever hit I, he always hits hard but Jesus Christ slapped his pecs <laughs> through his ribcage and out the back of his body yeah oh and if that wasn't enough, power bombs him through yeah. the ring, <laughs> uh, nine layers below the earth. Oh, man, it's it's no. funny, Walter's power bomb, isn't it? Like it's a really bog standard basic power bomb, but it just looks brutal. Man's a beast, but that was again just that bit where the lights went out and just the silhouette. Yeah. I was like, it's such, it's such a cool entrance, isn't it? It's brilliant entrance. <laughs> so are, are, we, are we looking forward to Walter Champer as potentially? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's going to be a hard-hitting affair, let's say. (laughs) I finally got my wish. Walter's back. Imperium together. And it's probably... He's got the title still, hasn't he? So So they booked the match uh, for the NXT UK. Um, They're calling it Prelude to Mania, aren't they? And uh, uh, they booked a Walter match against Rampage Brown, who's also another just big bastard. So I suspect he's going to lose the title at that. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Lots of options. He's done. He's had near enough two years as NXT UK champion. It's time to move on, isn't it, really? To go and slap the sense into some Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Slap the hair back off, Champa. Man, he is. What was it? um, He needs to lose that. (laughs) The. Aaron from Untitled Wrestling Podcast said, Champa is now giving off that vibe of your grandpa who doesn't want to talk to your grandmother and spends all his time hiding in the shed. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, he does. <laughs> now you say it. I think it's uh, like this. It's really refreshing as a bald man to see as like a professional wrestler embrace the bald and the grey. It's it's lovely to see. Champa literally looks like a man who would stab you in an underpass. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very uh, very old man Logan vibes, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no. It's, um, talking about NXT UK crossovers, I would say for the first time I'm invested, or since pack in the Cruiserweight Championship, Jordan yes. Devlin's return. Um, he, I think he literally did bust him open with that headbutt. Oh, did he? I didn't notice that. It, it, it briefly cut to um, Phantasma and he's, he was bleeding from his mouth and then it cut away really quickly. Yeah. But he was blood pouring from his mouth. That's got quite a big head, Jordan Devlin, for headbutting. Quite, quite the headbutt, but then mm. like the arm pull straight into a suplex. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm very invested in, yeah. in that. He's, um, he's very good, Jordan Devlin. Very good. Yeah, I enjoyed his promo last week. We didn't mention it last week when he's in the airport and he just like pans <laughs> the camera around. He's like, I'm coming. I was like, and and now we just know as well that like Jordan, Devlin and Walter had this little buddy uh, holiday <laughs> together. Like Both of them sat on the plane. Yeah. Walter taking up all three seats. Oh, <laughs> doing a mini series like when Pete Dunn and uh, Matt Riddle yeah. were trying to get to wherever they were trying to get to that time. That was funny. Um, but what I did notice on that, which... Bit unusual for NXT, so normally a bit more nuanced. They've kind of got two similar stories running together now because you've got cruiserweight champion versus cruiserweight champion, and then you've got Finn versus Cross, where both of them are saying I'm the champion. Yeah, I know it's not a physical belt that Cross has got, but it's the same kind of yeah, dynamic to the story. Yeah, um, um I will say Karrion Cross loses a lot when he doesn't have his intro. Like at the start of NXT this week when he just came out and he was just like, ta-da, it's me. I was like, who are you? Get off. I need oh. the smoke and the the mad woman. He did the doing, intro doing for, the, for the match later, didn't he? I assume that's why, because you can't have it twice in a show. But when it was happening, I was watching Bernie watch it and she was like, the hell, what the hell is going on? She'd never seen it before. Oh, she'd, never like... seen the, she'd never seen the whole intro. And I was ah, like, it's brilliant. Amazing. Yeah. Wasn't the best one this week, but... Um... Still not being done in front of a crowd. Yeah, I'm expecting a lot more pyro. Yeah, Scarlet basically ch- basically conned um, the Minto a tag match via pelvic sorcery. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was never going to change hands. It was pretty good. But, well, um, I, was, I think this is because I'm conditioned from main roster WWE. Like, I'll, I'll read directly from my notes here. Main main event is very main roster. I write it in real time. It's very main roster storyline-esque. Uh, I will give NXT the benefit of the doubt for now, but please don't devalue the tag titles because it's basically what mm-hmm. WWE do. They, they put tag titles in single feuds. And then I go, okay, they didn't. Fair enough. Good old NXT. Because I, I thought they were going to take it off them. No, it was never on the cards. That um, the, <laughs> the 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 spot where he booted uh, him into Scarlet felt like it took forever to set up. Finn Balor was looking across, Rage is going, like, "Move!" Um, <laughs> and then he stood over it for a very long time while Karrion Cross was I don't know looking for his contact lens or whatever on the floor. <laughs> Tricky one. But there, was a, it, there was a dangerous spot in it, though, wasn't there? There when, was a few, to be honest. Like I think Danny Birch maybe was it. Cross was doing a suplex on Birch, but. Larkin interrupted it, but as he was throwing him, which like uh, altered the flight. Interferes with your flight path, yeah. So, I, I thought you meant just when Cross was slamming Finn Balor's head into the plexiglass because that looked horrible as well. Well, there was a double suplex as well, which is when Bert seemed to land pretty much on his head as well. <laughs> as we even say, he's uh, legitimately injured, I think, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's, he, when you saw the mm. the doctor at the ringside, it didn't look because after that because. 
that suplex when the flight got interrupted was then followed by Cross doing the double suplex on the two of them when Birch, if you watch it back, Birch pretty much lands on his head. Um, And then there's this really weird bit when he's like about to tag in Finn, but Finn's just stood there staring (laughs) as if like, I'm not going to tag him, but you could see in his face like something's not right, and then it's it went to advert. Yeah, yeah just on it... a murder on someone. Yeah. yeah, and then it just went to advert. So I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was all right. But for me, the I know that'll probably be the main event because it's got the title, but the main event storyline is Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. William Regal's going to sort it out next week, apparently. <laughs> don't mess with don't mess with William Regal. <laughs> what did we think of? Um... The uh, kiss my grits uh, input this, <laughs> this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's Ellis level Photoshop. That. Hey, the second Off one was phone. better, mate. The second one was better. It was less horrific. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is well. He, he he addressed it as well on Twitter. He was like, "All those people." I can't remember what he said, but he was like, "Everyone saying I'm photoshopped this," and then he had some sort of like bullshit excuse for it. It was funny. I, I never used to like him, but he's. he's Again, I was. I was very that music much, video. I was. I, I was very much the same as you, Ellis. I was like, eh, I don't really care for this. I've seen this act before, but now he's gone like hillbilly DiBiase. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, and he plays it really well. I think ever since like the spooky Dexter Loomis haunted house batch thing, I've gone. All right, he has got actual chops and stuff, and he he can do both. Yeah, um, and this is a great role for him. There's just tech millionaire hillbilly. Not bad, basically. How did we feel about uh, Kyle O'Reilly trying to kill Adam Cole? <laughs> oh man, the swear button got some use that night, didn't it? <laughs> a lot of f bombs. At least, the, at least the swear button was on it this time. Was there an yeah, AEW a few weeks? The AEW guy. Yeah, <laughs> he missed them all. <laughs> oh no, that that story. Surely Kyle O'Reilly is going to come out of this just as a monster. Monster. Yeah, monster hopefully. Case. Well, it's either it's it's leading to Cole either being main rostered or leaving in it yeah i think uh, he'll be your your monday after mania call at warney i think this year i don't call yeah that makes sense yeah lose to kyle and then yeah come up by himself they might even make the match a loser leaves nxt so i think that's a good that's a very good shout actually Mm. i can see that happening roddy in the crowd watching (laughs) (laughs) why papa why can't wait till uh, Bobby Fish comes back. He's yeah. like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> What's happened in my absence? <laughs> Expecting to come back and challenge for the tag team. He's nice and innocently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what'll probably happen. He'll come back with Strong as a tag team, do you reckon? And then Kyle and Kyle will be a single star and Adam Cole will be so, yeah. It's a shame though, because O'Reilly and Bobby are a great tag team together. Fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, Kyle's time has come. I know you're a big fan of him from the, the yeah, event, yeah, yeah. I've been a fan of O'Reilly for a long time. Yeah, it's brilliant. And they had a rivalry, am I right, on the Indies, the two of them? Yeah, several. Yeah, um, they were a tag team when they first came up called Future Shock. Basically, doing the same rivalry that they did now. Split up. Cole betrayed O'Reilly. Um, then they had another one years later in Ring of Honor for the title, and then they had another one in PWG for the title. Uh, the new um, Sammy and Kale. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was wanting. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of which, transition. It's not necessarily SmackDown in terms of the show, but the talking smack. I, I sent you the Miff's gif thing. Mm. I don't know if you looked at it. And a very, very weird thing happening on Talking Smack where Sammy's doing this whole documentary thing. There's a conspiracy, which I kind of thought was a bit weird. I'm now starting to think they're going to actually air something because of the way it's yeah. kind of all going. Uh, but there's a bit on 
talking smack. Sammy's on it this week and he comes out and he's like, thank you, Paul, because two weeks ago you confirmed that you conspired against me when you were in charge of Raw. I didn't see this talking smack, but apparently Heyman said, yeah, I used to conspire against him in, in, in Raw meetings. And then Sammy comes out. He's like, thank you. you. I was kind of losing my mind, but you've kind of shown me that I was right. And then when he goes off, uh, Heyman turns to the camera and goes, it wasn't me that buried him. It was KO. He said, KO is the one who told me to bury him because he's a prick. Um, <laughs> it's the words he used. And then he's talking about um, some, he was trying to set up a tag match against the Street Profits um, and to put Sammy in it. And they didn't do it. But the Street Profits were never on Raw at that time which seems very unhaman like to kind of miss a fat like that. Yeah. It, I don't know. And they've been interacting backstage as well. Sammy and KO. Sammy keeps coming to KO, like, like listen to what I'm saying. And KO's like, no, you always interrupt me when I try to talk. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if something's going on there, like very, very subtly between them two. Interesting. I'm always happy to watch anything with those two. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the myths, the myths gift thing is suggesting it's 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 not the way you expect it. It's that Heyman is actually hitting them against each other, but they're going to come together yeah, against come, Heyman, which I would be amazing. That. Yeah, I could see that. If it gives me another Sammy KO tag run, I'll be happy. An actual real tag run, like at the titles and things. Yeah. We've ne- that's that. what we've never had, is it? Never. We've never had that in yeah. WWE. And it's to your main roster. Cool. Uh, yeah, that was off there. But for me, the uh, SmackDown was, you know, I put I put them in the group. It was the promos. Some superb promos going yeah. on. Big e, Big e gave probably one of the best single promos I've ever seen him do. I'm trying to remember any of the actual matches from SmackDown. All I remember is, yeah, it was just setting up a lot of stuff, weren't it, really? Yeah, it was really well done. The, yeah, Big E's promo was brilliant. Again, Cruz, very impassioned. <laughs> he came out with all the bandages on <laughs> and that yeah. slowly ripped them off as he walked down. <laughs> no, very impassioned. And my, my favourite was, was Brian, who's continuing this clever promo work that's nagging at Roman. Like I, I mentioned it the other week when he was like, oh, well, I thought you were the main event, so why did you fight me in the second match of the show? if you're the main event and that got under his skin. And then this week, I don't like contract signings. I'll be honest. They're, they're, it's a very old trope. And I, I especially don't like WWE's contract signings because they always tend to go the same way. This one didn't for me. It was, it was a lot shorter than normal, which I appreciated, but you also had Brian, Brian changed Roman's face very, very subtly. And I loved it. You, you've yeah, got Reigns. Uh, Reigns ain't paying attention to him basically. And he's, he's laughing and joking. And then Brian's like, well, I did what you couldn't do and I tapped out Jay and Roman's face just changes and he goes into batshit crazy mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like there's a lot of long, long-term storytelling going on there as well. Um, yeah, Brian's... Brian, the, the, the problem with this now is everyone wants Brian <laughs> to be yeah. the champion. Yeah, yeah. you do. Poor, very familiar. Poor Ed, poor, very familiar. <laughs> poor, poor Edge is there. <laughs> and it makes me wonder can, if there was a crowd there would we have basically like a WrestleMania 30 kind of situation again? Mm. Brian's always going to have that connection with the crowd. Yeah. Like, he does he, it, is, he connects with the crowd better than almost anyone ever. Yeah. So. But the, what he's doing at the moment is like, it's getting over a lot, like just on the internet. So you can imagine mm. in the crowd, if you're there. But this is the, this is the thing in the Thunderdome era uh, is that they'll just pipe in booze. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how the actual real world is thinking it's how they want you to think really yeah. isn't it but it, there's just some intriguing intriguingly odd about it because roman versus edge seems very simple 
like the stories are it's very simple story yeah, to tell. Yeah. But Brian has been quite heavily involved in this and not just with Roman, he's having all these little segments backstage with Edge as well and has been doing for a few weeks that has been teasing Edge versus Brian. And it's like, are we getting so we'll come to it on the predictions? Are we going to a triple threat here? Are we are we gonna get Edge versus Brian after this? Like, I don't know. Leaves it open. It's good. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Good. It's good to have options available for that. Wrap it, wrap it up. Raw again. Not you said you didn't mind Raw this week, Joe. So I'll let you go. I think it's been the best Raw they've done in a while. Uh, I'm actually sort of involved in the McIntyre, Sheamus, Bobby Lashley triangle thing they've got going. Because before that, I didn't really care, but they've actually done it quite well. And even the Miz is like hanging around going, I'm also in contention. And they all three of them just go, nah, you're not the way you really. Um, we're three big giant boys and you're a tiny man. And yeah, it's 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 made that feel like a, a genuine thing again. I think, I don't know whether it's just because Seamus actually looks like he gives a shit, which is very noticeable in Seamus matches when when he's trying and when oh, he's yes. not. Was it you, but uh, you said when I was talking about him and Drew, that match they kicked off Raw a few weeks ago, I was like, go and watch it. It's like a pay-per-view match. And you were like, I do love him motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Motivated Sheamus is one of the best there is. He's fantastic. And I think and this... He this loves is... matches against other big guys. He yeah. lo- like, he loves other guys who hit him just as hard as that he hits them. Yeah. And I think he's got that with this. So, I, like I said, I'm, I'm genuinely sort of like, ooh, I'm looking forward to this now. As opposed to, yeah, which is what it normally is with that. And his, uh, his, mat, his match finishes have been quite good. So like the he was going going for the brogue and he got speared, but mid brogue, which was really nice. And then the other week you had the brogue and Claymore basically hit simultaneously, but the Claymore because of the reach hit it first. Yeah, they've they've like I said, uh, from what was originally kind of a a mess. They've managed to pull a decent story out of this, which I'm I'm happy for. Oscar finally looked badass. For Oscar once. finally, yeah, starting to get some decent booking. Um, Came out and beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> this is That's the what Oscar they needed to do. That's what they needed to do with her, though, <laughs> is just have her go absolute tits mental on everyone and just start slapping fools. Yeah, they finally got all the postcards I've been sending them. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about the uh, the new day of took the titles off? <sighs> too, too soon. Uh, new day didn't really need it, did they? No, and it kind of shows the state of the tag division where they've took it, and then AJ has come out and almost has put the idea that they challenge, and that literally on the spot no, got made. Match. It got made as a WrestleMania match on the spot, and I was like, "Yeah, I quite want to see what he's going to do because he's not a wrestler, is he?" You know? He's not got much experience, no. No, he's a he's a sentient um, redwood tree, isn't he? Yeah. Like an he's like an ant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I imagine it's going to be like a shack style situation all over again. Basically, mm. you have this. I this... think it, it was training in NXT, wasn't it? Before but this the, stuff. The size but, yeah. of the size of the man, he's not going to be. You know, yeah, it's not going to be a fast big man, is it? <laughs> he's <laughs> he's going to be, he's going to hit you once and you ain't getting uh, up. Isn't it? It's like got being, a good partner there to go with. It could be an interesting thing. Uh, again, it just, yeah, it felt like they, the hurt business should have had it longer. Um, I want him, I want him to throw AJ Styles into a phenomenal forearm. 
<laughs> from I'll across jump off his shoulders from across the room yeah yeah randy Orton, and alexa bliss are now having a match for some fucking reason don't know cool. don't care yeah, come on to that one later <laughs> um it's weird shane mcmahon uh braun Strowman getting the fucking c what was that about <laughs> genuinely i thought mr blobby was going to come running out and like it just no what like they were doing so well up to that point and then I was just like, oh, no, now now there's, there's there's green slime everywhere. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I've been wondering what the, the Mr. Blobby thing was about all week. Now I know. I'd, I'd blanked it. I'd repressed it. Noel's house, Noel's house party, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Like, Noel's house party, yeah. Yeah, I'd, tiny, uh, yeah. Be- tiny beard Edmonds would put people in a gunge tank every week. No, I'd, I'd repressed that memory of Raw. The, the whole gun oh thing. right I thought you were pressing memory of Noel just... Edmonds I was like mm, we all tried that but that makes no. sense too <laughs> yeah that was, a, that was a real rather... bad, it was a real bad time uh, yeah. <laughs> I think building on from some news that we talked about the other week Andrade this week is <laughs> officially officially confirmed the rumours hasn't it who was it that put this one on oh that was me I think yeah he put it on Twitter that the rumours were true and he's uh, he's wanting to, to move on but they've obviously denied it well, yeah, so he's wow. taking the public route now, isn't he? Of... If he could he, sneak yeah. Alistair Black out as like an old woman as well. Yeah. I, I want them to, I want, I would love like Andrade to go back under like get a really badass mask and them two turn up as a tag team like in New Japan or something. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. With with Vega as well in so be in the mouthpiece. Must be such an incredibly frustrating thing to be sitting there going, I am this talented, and yet I'm just sat here week on week. Yeah, I'm getting paid for it, but also I'm not doing the thing that I love. It, mm. it's, it's, um, just, it's just a shitty thing. Yeah, he, he should just be, they should just be able to print money from Andrade straight from him, his ass cheeks. Like, just just <laughs> look at the guy. Like, okay, yeah, he doesn't speak great English, but uh, well, had, you, you had a fix for that in Zillina Vega. It was, it was a fantastic partnership, and you decided to split it up for no apparent reason, <laughs> and then stop using him. Like, what? What was the point in all of that? They were really hot on him for a while as well. Like he was, yeah, US like, champion, champion, US champion for a yeah. while. And, yeah, you know. he was being really pushed, and suddenly I stopped watching it, and he just seemed to not be. When I came back, he wasn't anywhere. What happened? Yeah, it's um, another NXT call up getting. Lost. Yep. Add it to the pile. Another, another oh, foreign NXT call. To go back to NXT as well, we did get to see LA Knight this week. I like this finisher. It was like, I thought he was going to do a stunner and then it became a cutter on the <laughs> no, head. Like, and then just slams their face into the mat. <laughs> Enjoying that. Work. Yeah. Also, Bronson Reed flexing through a jacket. <laughs> Again, it's silly. I loved it. Yeah. I like Bronson Reed. I like Bronson Reed. He's yeah. very good on. He's good on Twitter as well, Bronson Reed. Oh, okay. I have to give that a five then. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's it's a shame that they're not going to let him go, are they? Can he not do some? No, he'd have to pay one if you void your contract. Like, could he not just go on Twitch and be like, "Hi, I'm Andrade from WWE." <laughs> uh, yeah, so they have to sack him. <laughs> so they have to. No, I think they'd just fine him, wouldn't they? You know, because he's a yeah. shit house. Yeah. <laughs> Do a pro union Twitch stream. Yeah, no, I see it. Yeah, I, I think it's a will just he'll just wear his contract out situation, isn't it? I know, but it must just be like, just yeah. It's even, it's even weirder because of Charlotte. Yeah, that complicates the whole situation, doesn't it? I mean, like I know you say Zelina, but Charlotte's like the golden girl. Yeah. Golden girl. So yeah, it's a weird one. Relatable yeah, babyface Charlotte Flair. 
So our classic match retrospective is mirroring the what I assume is the main event of this weekend. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, but this was from 2015, so six years ago at Fastlane. Where, a bit of background on that match, Roman Reigns, I believe, this is a month before I started re-watching it, so I know you were watching at the time, Butcher, so correct me if I'm wrong. Roman had won the Royal Rumble. And the crowd yes. were fuming. They'd, they'd, they'd pulled the full bells and whistles out. I'm pretty sure they brought the rock out to yeah. try and get cheers. Didn't work. Yeah, and there's um, that great photo, isn't there, of the rock just looking perplexed whilst holding Roman's face, hand up. Yeah. Oh, is that where that is from? Mm. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that was a month before this. Um, it's also a year on since Brian's WrestleMania 30 moment which he got stripped of that belt because of his injury to his neck, I believe. Yeah. So he never actually lost it. So this was basically a match where Brian was trying to get back to the main event to face Brock Lesnar yeah, um, I think and to it, appease the fans. Yeah, being used as a bit of a um, tool to try and get a bit of uh, credibility for Reigns as well, before well, Mania, I think. Well, it worked. I was watching it six years later in terms of, showcasing Roman as a singles competitor and being away from the emotion of the moment. I'd say that definitely definitely worked. So I'm assuming we've all watched this this week or you remember it. Um, remember it. Remember it, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, John, what did you think? What, you know? uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like the whole contrasting styles thing. Evident, very evident start. you got like Brian just, like, constantly trying to frustrate Reigns with holds when Reigns kind of picks him up and drops him on his head. There's a lot of that. Uh, I think at one point he breaks out of a leg lock by repeatedly punching him in the face, which is different. And then you've got eventually like Brian sort of smells a weakness and just mercilessly goes after it. And I just really enjoyed him ex- just exploiting this weakness nonstop. The the hernia surgery he'd had from the yeah. commentators. Yeah, I thought it was it was a really cool story. Like we liked how because for a while it looked like Brian wasn't going to be able to overcome this power advantage, and then just this constant attacks to his chest is. Brings him down. Yeah, I mean, Brian's a, one of the best from fighting under, I'd say. Yeah. My my knowledge on it. And Joe, what, what were your thoughts? on? Yeah, I mean, this is, again, this is uh, in, in the down period for me. Um, but I know that no one liked Roman Reigns. Mm. Up until recently, I think. I, I think since he turned heel, everyone's been like, this is great. But up until loved, this point, loved him in the Shield. Yeah, but guess this was the kind look. of the start of them not liking him, really. But the Shield were always yeah. kind of dickheads, anyway, though, weren't they? That was the sort of thing they were never it started yeah. off like that, and then they came. Back. But it was only towards the end of the Shield run they were faces. Yeah, but it was the fact yeah. that he kept that same sort of gimmick and ran with it, and he was just sort of. Yeah, I think he got a bit bored with it. But yeah, um, it was a. It was Daniel Bryan, one of the people that sort of passed me by at the time. But yeah, this is uh, like John said, it's that thing of. Watching him try stuff, see what ha- see what works, what doesn't work, and then going for those over and over again. Like Reigns is not the best wrestler in the world. Daniel Bryan probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. <laughs> so you can see where they've gone. Okay, we're going to have to do a lot of stuff here with this. We're gonna, I'm going to have to walk you through a lot of this. But Reigns is pretty. Again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he's pretty young in his wrestling career at this point. I know he's he's basically got this. The, the rocket strapped to his back, but he's not. No, no, no. I don't. Singles competitor. He's I not. don't. I don't mean. I don't mean in like he's a bad wrestler. I mean, it's Daniel Bryan is very technically. Technical. Uh, oh no, no. I know what you mean, but I mean, yeah. also, like this Sunday, it's the same thing. But I mean, in terms of where Reigns is at at this point in his career, he's very yeah, fresh as a single person. Two, maybe two years on the roster, mostly in six-man tags. 
Um, and then, yeah, a few years in FCW and NXT before that. But yeah, he'd it, not been wrestling for a long time. I mean, how would you, because I think, John, John, you chose this match, didn't you? And it's a nice comparison to this year's main event. Like, What would you each of you say, I'll go to you first, Joe, about Reigns' kind of progression over the six years from what you saw then to what you see now? I think he's lent into what his strengths are. He's never going to be a technical wrestler. He's never going to be a man of a thousand holds. He's ne- it's He is main event level. The Rock was never the best wrestler, but he could carry it off because of a, a force of personality and will. You look at a lot of main event classic wrestlers. Stone Cold Steve Austin, not the best wrestler in the world, but has that certain thing about him. I think since he's turned heel, yeah. Reigns has come on leaps and bounds because he's playing to his strengths. He's got the spear and the Superman punch and that guillotine. That's his, That's the big three in it. The rest of it is... But play with what you got. Play with the hand that you dealt. And he's doing that amazingly good now. I think that's, that's why having sort of read back and looked back at some of the stuff where people turned against him because they were forcing him down people's throats. And they're going, he isn't that good. He isn't worthy of this praise. Whereas now, I think Constate have played to the strengths of, well, he's just a shit house. I'm all for it. I, I really like Roman Reigns now. Well, there was a weird bit throughout that when everyone was hating on him where there was a a good proportion of fans saying turn him heel yeah <laughs> like they were literally time, saying if you yeah. want to get him cheered turn him heel like that was a uh, 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 from what I remember everyone was comparing it to The Rock like when The Rock first came on the scene they were trying to push him in this mega baby face and people turned on like people were sending him death threats and all sorts and they turned him heel and it it worked a miracle like <laughs> and, but they, they did it quite quickly it didn't last long where with Reigns it dragged on and dragged on for years yeah. and it just got worse and worse and eventually they've done it and it's brilliant yeah. they could have done this time ago and had yeah so much more goodness out of him in, a, in an arena environment as opposed yeah. to i mean it's fine they've, they've they've took the notes on board eventually but would but the heel turn have been be as good if it had come sooner because People have been wanting it for so long and yeah, thought it I mean, would never come. Yeah, I mean, by all means, drag these things out hmm. because don't give people what they want straight away. The shock of it, I remember when he came back. And I was like, hmm. Regards that, say, where you say don't give people what they want straight away, it's weird because he won the Rumble that year getting booed, which has led to this match that we're <laughs> looking back at. But the year before was when Batista won the Rumble and got booed and he was in the final two with... Reigns and everyone wanted Reigns to win it that year. The crowd were mega behind him, but that was when he was still in the Shield. Yeah, you see, we're and a fickle bunch once, of wrestling yeah, fans. <laughs> it, it was once the Shield split and it became obvious that he was the chosen one. That then, that's when the backlash started. But it, it's just a weird juxtaposition from one year to the next that he was in the opposite position in the run. What I did like on this, like. To kind of tie it back into this weekend, the um the promo package. I don't know if you watched that or just the match. In the promo package, Brian is constantly hammering home that he's a better wrestler than Reigns, and it plays into. I don't know if they did it on SmackDown, but they definitely did it on Talking Smack, where Heyman said, "You've got the match, but when you lose, you have to acknowledge that Roman is the better wrestler." And you saw Daniel Bryan flinch in the face at that word, and then he was like yeah, I'll do whatever because I'm going to beat him. But then the promo package of this, it's quite heavy. So I was like, okay, it's like 
nod back to it. It's a nod back to that, which is something I wouldn't have thought about. Um, but um, were you allowed to use the word wrestler, which is shocking? <laughs> oh yeah, that that is something that did take me aback. Um, and uh, Reigns did a weird three amigos like under hook leg suplex in this match as well. That seemed quite weird, possibly dangerous at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought was he doing the three amigos, but then he wasn't the three amigos. He was kind of like a suplex three amigos, but never let go. It was it, it was an odd one, but um, yeah, the spear into the small package was absolute perfection. Yeah, like I said there's a lot of stuff to love in it, and it's the first kick out of the running knee, according to the commentators. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Reigns kick because I, I like that whole bit because he he kicks out. I didn't think anything of it because of now, but yeah, the commentators said it was the first kick out. Yeah, the running knee when he first introduced it was protected, really protected. Mm. Yeah, and there's a whole there's a whole little bit then after that where. Brian looks really angry and he's just sat there looking at the WrestleMania sign, um, looking frustrated. And then he starts hitting the yes kicks. Um, I think Reigns catches his leg on the last one like they yeah. often do. But then Rain, uh, Brian just slaps Reigns across the face and then hit, basically gets him into the yes lock while facing the WrestleMania sign. And I was just like, that whole little sequence of me was just absolutely glorious. And, I, yeah. I have high hopes for this on, uh, yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, Brian's still one of the best and Roman is much improved and yeah. in a role that much better suits him. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was good. Um, but it's a good, good looking spear as well to finish it. Sometimes Roman spears um, aren't always I, the best I think it, his spear is getting worse by the year. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I was gonna say he, he sort of just phones him in now. He's just yeah. like, I'll just flop near you and you go down. Yeah. yeah his, his spear, when he first started doing them in the shield, they were incredible. I Shoulder one, proper right in there. Yeah. yeah I remember and, one on Rey Mysterio where he looked like he'd split him in half. Yeah. Like, but- Ray Mysterio, little lad, sells like balls as well, though, doesn't he? Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I genuinely think this might be like the match of the night at Fastlane. If yes. just because. Up Shane and Brown, come on. Uh, fuck you and everything that you stand <laughs> for. <laughs> Have you not read my answer on this fucking um, document? I I've, I've literally just gone to it now. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, this should be. And I think they'd be quite clever to, to play back to stuff that happened in the first match. I have a feeling that they will. Knowing Daniel Dan, Bryan. Daniel Bryan is one of those who'll be like, come on, let's give him yeah. some up. Even and if not- it's not mentioned on commentary and things, they'll, for those paying attention, there'll be nods to it. I yeah. think. And I, again, not, not, not a Daniel Bryan era I watched, but apparently this was like one of the first times in WWE where he was like a, dressed as American Dragon-esque. An old writer that I used to like reading about, he was talking oh, about that. He yeah. shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were, they were saying like this is yeah, a nod back to that era, which I know a lot of fans from the Indies like. Yeah. American Dragon era is very good. Yeah. That leads us on to this year's Fast Lane, then six years on. The, the weird pay-per-view, which is kind of sandwiched between... <laughs> the ginger the, child that nobody wanted. I, even even this week, I'd, I'd, I was like, oh, Paul, are you coming around to watch Elimination Chamber? He was like, oh, it's Fastlane. I was like, I'm sorry, I just feel like Elimination Chamber should be the one in my head. Yeah, um, this is this is the one that's neither here nor there, isn't it? This is the... Oddly positioned one, but hopefully get some good matches. And we've just shown that you could have a an absolutely quality match coming There's out There's a couple of, it, so. of absolute possible bangers in here, yeah. Yeah, so starting off on that note, Shane McMahon <laughs> versus Braun Strowman. No, we said bangers, not 
Yeah. <laughs> Big Angus and piles of dog shit sandwiches. No. John, as someone I... who doesn't regularly watch. What are your thoughts on this match? My first thought is, what? Why? Why is this happening to me? Why are you making me talk about this? That's why you get paid the big bucks, John. <laughs> I I don't really watch main roster that we do at all, and I looked at this document and I was just <laughs> why? the look of, the look I... of sheer bewilderment on your face. This, this matchup sums up, I think, why me and John don't watch main roster WWE anymore. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, doesn't it? Uh, like, this, yeah. is, this has been, what, three weeks in the making since uh, Shane O came out doing his shit dance and sweating profusely? Oh, it's been in a, a lot longer since the Elimination Chamber set up when Shane came out. It's been set up since... All oh, right, six weeks then. Long, long-term long storytelling. This is like Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Corvus. Is... Get out. <laughs> uh, it seems to have come from nowhere. It doesn't make any sense. They don't know what to do with Braun Strowman, is what it is. They get into a tease at WrestleMania season with Braun. They have not got a clue what's happening at WrestleMania. (laughs) How does he always end up in such ridiculous situations at WrestleMania? The the only way they can pull this back is if Nicholas makes a return as his tag team partner and he wins. Oh, mate, that would be, yeah. And and then we can have Braun (laughs) and Nicholas versus Omos and AJ Styles. Did Nicholas have his own music? Because if that drops, I would fucking lose my mind. He just picked him out of the crowd, didn't he? Oh, I know, I know, but like they could have literally just... Nicholas. (laughs) Yeah, um, John Cohen's son, weren't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool story to say, though, when you go back to school, I suppose. Did you see me on Taylor last night? Yeah, when I won the tag team... (laughs) That's a show and tell that you're not going to beat, isn't it? Susie brings in her doll and you've got the WWF tag team belt. WWE, copyright. So, yeah, just slap that on the table and walk off. I don't need to do no talk. <laughs> Much like Braun Strowman. So, John, John, you've gone for Braun, has it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, un- it looks like from I his writing, care. under duress, he's wrote that. <laughs> I was having a really bad day when I saw this last <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, fuck off! <laughs> and, and, and you and you and you feel Shane's gonna do a Shane spot? I've I've put the Shane jumps his phone or something very high, but then again, it's a safe bet in a Shane McMahon match, isn't it? it yeah. yeah, it is. But I was thinking that maybe they're gonna prolong this hell and make it go on to WrestleMania. Mm. At which point he will then be thrown off or jump off something very high. More than well, we, a pirate ship. We've said he's gonna yeah. steal KO's spot off the pirate ship, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll 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 jump in on that one then. So I I don't actually think this match is going to even start. Yeah. I think, or if it does start, it's a DQ. Um, Shane loves a camera spot, like hitting people with cameras. He he hit he hit Braun with a camera this week on Raw. Um, I, I feel like he's going to either get DQ'd or the match doesn't happen, and it's going to set up the WrestleMania match between them because I can't see them having Shane just wrestle that fast lane. Just, I just when when I saw it was it was scheduled for this week, my first thought was joy. I was like, thank much like Paul has put Paul has predicted Braun, at least we're not getting this at Mania, hopefully. That was my first thought, and then my second thought was, No, fucking damn it, Vince. Some nonsense is gonna happen and then we're gonna get it again at WrestleMania. So yeah, yeah I don't in a, I in, don't. a, in, a in a no DQ street match, any fluid goes uh, fucking, uh. Yeah, and if if he if he jumps off that shit before KO, like I hope KO just comes out and spins him off oh, the top of it. I hope the, the KO clash, yeah. power bombs him off it. No, power bomb him off it. I hope KO employs uh, Michael Nakazawa to go out there and grease it up so he fucking slides off and breaks mm. his neck. 
Who's KO going to fight at Mania anyway? Unless this Sammy thing is actually uh, coming to fruition. He's going to fight Omos. Although if he jumps, fighting Omos. Although if, if he jumps off the WrestleMania sign on Omos, he'll have to jump upwards to get onto yeah. him, won't he? So. <laughs> True. Have you gone for Joe on this? No Edmonds! <laughs> yeah, uh, no Edmonds uh, no of... runs in and throws them both into a huge gun, gun tank. Uh, Dave Benson Phillips then comes in, pins them both uh, to win everything. How- Fuck it. I don't care. This is dog shit. How do you explain Noel Edmonds to our non-UK listeners of a certain age? Okay. Uh, Noel Edmonds was a... Is a you may have seen a British Deal or No Deal. Before he did that, he had a thing called Noel's... Um, Saturday family Christmas accidents. I can't remember what it was called. But basically, every week, he used to just put people in a tank and spray them with gunge. That sounds worse. God, the 90s was so weird when you think back to it. This was very weird. <laughs> when um, Mr. Blobby at the same time. Yeah, I yep. don't, literally don't care. Um, I think it'll go to either a DQ or a no contest, and we're going to get it at Mania. And it'll be a no DQ street fight. Falls count anywhere, nonsense, and it will be dog shit still. Uh, but, you know, it gives Sweaty Shane something to do and gives Braun less time on the QAnon forums. Have you gone for Butcher? Um, Braun. Normal match? Straight up match? Oh, I refuse to give it any more brain power than <laughs> writing the word Braun on a, t- a spreadsheet. Yeah, that was the least, most understated entry to that. Um, going from a match that you probably have no interest in, or none of us have interest in, to one that you probably do, Butcher. Yes. Riddle versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, we'll start with you, Butcher, because we know you're a big Mustafa Ali fan. Yeah, but I, I, I've changed my prediction today. I okay. think Riddle, they might give it to Riddle. I don't know. Obviously, I, like I said, I don't watch on the regular anymore. But from what I've been reading, it feels like I think somebody else has put, yeah, uh, Joe's put, Retribution disbanding, it feels like it's going that way to me. And this could be like the uh, Charlotte breaks the camel's back sort of thing. I don't know. Seems quite soon to take it off Riddle. Mm-hmm. Yep. I imagine Vince being quite high on Riddle. He's his sort of character, isn't he? Hi was a good choice of words there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so I think he'll want a title on Riddle for Mania for whatever match they're going to have him in. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, is he? Butcher just referenced you there on that. Riddle wins. Uh, Mustafa Ali gets pissed off. Retribution disband, having done nothing in the year that they have existed. Like uh, Butcher said, Riddle is very much a... Vi- you can tell it's gone through the lens of Vince. He's going to hold on to it. Mustafa Ali is always going to remain to be buried until he eventually fucks off as well. And we're just left with caricatures. John? This is starting off beautifully, this predictions. <laughs> I agree with everything Joe and Butcher have said. I just really want it to not be true. So I've gone with Ali because I really like him. And I would I, love I'm it. Baffled yeah. that they stopped. Oh, yeah. I would love it. I would I'm, love it to be Mustafa Ali. But I'm I'm giving away a point here. I know that. It's not gonna happen. You can afford it, do it. You've got thousands in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a renaissance, aren't you? I'm uh, basically like you, John. I I think Riddle will win, but I'm gonna put Mustafa Ali 
and Retribution disband. He wins it and then literally leaves and goes, look, I've done this without you, so fuck off. Because mm. he's, he's been doing a kind of thing where he's trying to wrestle and show them what to do, and then they've kind of got involved, and then he's lost. So I think he's basically going to go out there by himself and basically try and win it and then go, that. yeah, fuck you. Which I would like, if that if that is the case. I, I mean, from, from, from the lost episode, the lost first episode, Alice, we've always said Retribution were never going to do anything. What happens to all the members? If they do disband, they form a separate group called Retribution Di- Two Point <laughs> Yeah, Distribution Two Point and they they open a logistics company. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know. Gonna, they could they could get a tag team out of it, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for that. In in reality, though, I I have a horrible feeling this is gonna be the pre-show match. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. With no yeah. consequence whatsoever. No consequence, nah, it's yeah. just some harmless fluff. Yep. Yeah. That's my that's the reality, but that's my prediction that I would like to happen. Moving on to another classic matchup we all want. Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. This was the other one where I opened <laughs> and was like, What Ellis, what are you talking about? <laughs> I had to check this was a legit thing because I was like, Ellis is taking the piss at this point. He's just <laughs> yeah. he's just writing stuff from his fever dream. I know he's not well, but <laughs> Butcher? Oh, well, yeah, go on, Butcher. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it doesn't finish, doesn't start, probably even. And why it returns, my prediction, new look, slight like, maybe say mass, but all of it, burn and crispy. Barbecue. Yeah, barbecued bray. <laughs> a load of KFC saw tape to his face. Yeah, bray, Wyatt, if you're a South African. <laughs> I've, I've gone same as you, Butcher. I don't. Was well, this is the third match I predicted, and two of them I don't think will even start. So um, yeah, good start. Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll start or it won't finish. I actually think Alexa will offer herself up to be arcaded, like mm. literally just stand there as a, as a sacrifice, and that will be the final part of the spell that she's been putting into place on Raw. And when the RKO is hit, that will then trigger the return of the fiend. Welcome to the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> Back he comes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just put Christ. I don't care. No contest. <laughs> It'll be, yeah. It, 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 Randy Orton's going to win. There'll be some sort of bullshit. He's leading to mania. I don't think the fiend will return in this. What? We might get like a, a flash of something in the Thunderdome. Yeah. You know what they did with the Alexa thing around... Yeah. Yeah. We might get something like that. It's, it's, he's not going to drop at fucking fast lane. Christ. Uh, before this, we've got literally a man being thrown into a pile of custard, haven't we? So <laughs> Maybe that's how he returns. He rises up out of the pile of custard. And his new his new costume is he's pink with yellow spots, and he goes, blobby wire. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What I would like is if she does offer herself up for the RKO, he hits it. And then as soon as he like you make it a cinematic thing, and as soon as he hits it, he he he, he disappears into the funhouse. Possible. So he, he I hits mean, the RKO and he's in the funhouse, and then that sets up the Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania. I don't think it, it has to. Don't think it has to be cinematic for that. They could just drop the lights or something. But yeah, no. But like literally, he's in a room. Like he's in the funhouse and trapped. <laughs> and so John Cena's it. just there dragging a cup up and yeah. down. Yeah, yeah he's in the background. Yeah. So like, yeah, they do the match. He hits it. The lights, the lights go off, and then it shows him on the Titantron that he's he's in the funhouse and he can't. Maybe. Hit. I would love the that. mania match isn't going to be 
Wyatt versus Arton. Maybe it's going to be Cena versus Arton in the Firefly Funhouse. Maybe the match was the friends we made along the way. Mm. I believe I said this many months ago that I wanted Arton and Cena to have that match for the record in the Firefly Funhouse. Ah, you did actually. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Joe, no contest. John, no contest. Probably. I, I don't. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> Fiend returns. You've got the so confused. I feel I'm really getting a sense of everyone being very invested in this pay per view from us. It's, it, I'm really getting positive vibes about it. <laughs> I, I I deliberately started it off with like so we wouldn't care about as much because the next one. Let's wheel it on. Joe's already said he's invested in this. So Drew versus Sheamus. Joe, who are you going for? Uh, Drew McIntyre wins. Lashley interferes though. Okay. Setting up a triple threat at Mania. McIntyre this week put the hurt lock on Sheamus, didn't he? He did, yeah. Well, he put a full Nelson on him. It's not like you can't patent that move as your own. Uh, so it's like a little bit of a fuck you. So Lashley's going to come down afterwards, kick off once he's won, and then we're going to get a triple threat at Mania for the belt. They wouldn't be building it up this much otherwise. True. And on a similar vein, Butcher? Yeah, same. It's heading to a triple threat, I think. But I think they get to it by Sheamus winning just to be a point of difference. Because yeah, I, I like to do that. <laughs> well, they've had two matches on Raw that have Drew's won both. Yeah, no, so it makes no, sense he's now. Won, he's won one and then the other one ended when they ran, ran into each other with steel steps on their head. Yeah, so WWE logic says Sheamus wins the big one. 50 50 <laughs> <laughs> booking. Uh, I've gotten Drew, so I just think. I don't know. He's been booked, but quite dominantly generally. So I think I think Vince will like. But now you're saying the triple. I was going to say Vince likes the big hoss fight, and Drew and Bobby is that. But Sheamus is a hoss fight as well to put all three of them together. Um, yeah, it'd be like that 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 meme of Vince when he does the facial expressions and he's like Bobby Lashley smiling and Bobby Lashley versus Drew and then falling off his chair at the thought of all three of them in the ring. I also think maybe by adding Sheamus in, you've got someone to take the pin and protect Drew yeah. and keep the title on Bobby. John, who have you got? I've got Drew. I put no thought into it. I just think he's gonna. Is he booked dominantly? He's going to keep being dominant up until WrestleMania. But now you've said it, the triple threat idea is a good one. But it's too late to piggyback off your ideas, so I'll stick with what I've got. Yeah. So it's worth going back to the document the day of and seeing what the people have put and then just copying that. (laughs) (laughs) How's that working out for you? The one time you listened to me and I led you down a dark path. Jesus. (laughs) Takeover should never be mentioned again. (laughs) Then we've got which I think could be a contender for match of the night outside of Reigns and uh, Brian. Intercontinental Championship, Big E as a champion versus Apollo Cruz. Joe? Big E. Where does Apollo go from that? Because obviously we talked about him quite a lot on last, week. last week's pod and that just says, oh, thank you, anyone. Like you listened to that, we had some nice feedback from people who did listen to it. And Yeah, and if you haven't, it starts about an hour in. Go and listen to it. It's very good, very informative, very, um, yeah, very, very us sitting here for an hour being uh, schooled, yeah. <laughs> basically. In but not in, a, not in a horrible way, in a sort of, okay, so you didn't know. Yeah. Yep. You didn't I know. learned. Yeah, that's why I did it. It's Big E. He, he has to maintain it. It'll be a clean, clean win. Apollo Cruz just isn't ready for that yet. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He's just, uh, yeah, he can... I think it'll be a I think it'll be a good match. Uh, Biggie will win clean. Everyone will come out of it looking like a Biggie makes people look good, doesn't he? Really, it will only benefit both of them. They can come back to this circle round to it, uh, not a mania because 
But you know what I mean? We can circle back to it later on. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. It, I think it is an odd choice to give a cruise the title match so soon after the gimmick change. Like, yeah, give the him title some time. Before it as well. Yeah, but like he's meant to be a changed man. Like give him give him a run of being dominating for a while before do you know like, it is but, weird. I can't see E losing this, but it, it's very strange to give a, a Paul Cruz the title, the title match right now because it just if he loses, it's going to look daft. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Like, well, it's like, like Ellis said then, isn't it? It's with his new sort of gimmick change. It seems weird to have him only do that for a short period of time, put him in a championship belt match. And lose. And lose. Yeah. Unless he's going to come out of it, and then, like we suspected, he's going to become a foreign heel. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> the, the loss, the loss fires him up to get darker, and which is what we and... suspected that it's going to be the foreign heel thing, which is not bringing anything to anyone. Hopefully not. Hopefully he just loses clean. He goes, okay, I wasn't a good man. I have to go away and try harder and come back. But it's professional wrestling, yeah. and it's probably been passed through the, the lens of Vince. So, yeah. That's my. That's my. I don't know whether you listen to got that far in. The, that's my new term for when someone comes up with a great idea, they hand it in to creative, and Vince goes, "No, this, but worse." Uh, <laughs> Take all the joy out of it. Yeah. No, make it offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've got an E as well, but I'm, I'm a bit like you. Like it makes sense for Apollo to win if you're trying to put over the gimmick. But then Big E's not had it long. No. And Big E's like your bigger name for Mania. Like it's a weird one because that big, big E was on Talking Smack telling Heyman that I'm gonna defend it, I'm gonna hold it for a whole year, and then at next year's WrestleMania, I'm gonna beat Roman for the Universal Championship. That's what he told mm-hmm. Heyman on Talking Smack. But at the same time, I can I can see something happening. I could, I, don't know. I can see I can see the Intercontinental Championship being the the, the ladder match at Mania. Mm. Yeah, yeah, with Good. quite a few people involved. Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it could it could go both ways. It only tends yeah, to have one. Yeah, yeah Big E, Apollo, Sammy, KO. Yeah, I, I still that's a, such a, that's I still a whole big old mix of styles in there. That could be quite good. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of stories you can mix in in there as well. Um, I still think it's a shame they got that money in the bank is now its own pay per view. I think it used to be good that it was at WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, much better. Um, it was a natural ladder match to have, and yeah, it's just told totally a good story, didn't it? But, it got popular, so it needed a pay-per-view. Um, pr- probably the match I had the most issue with in terms of booking and <laughs> in terms of predicting even. I didn't think it would take me so long. I think John was on the dock at the same time, and he probably saw me, if you were watching, retype my prediction many times for this. Uh, it's a Women's Tag Team Championships, Jack Baszler versus Bianca Bella and Sasha. Um, John, who have you gone for? I've gone for Nia and Shayna, but this is another one where it came up on the dock and I was like, what is this? What? Why is this happening? What? Why is Bianca and Bella and Sasha Banks that tag team? Why didn't they lose as well to in the week? Yeah, so Bianca took a pin. Why is this booking? Because of Reginald. He took a pin because of Reginald. Why, why is Reginald? <laughs> why is Reginald? What yeah. is Reginald? Who is Reginald? Where is Reginald? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To the whole end game. Well, I'll tell you where he's not. He's not in the sock shop. Oh, that's what happened in SmackDown. That whole segment. <laughs> he lost his socks. No, and he went shopping with Nia Jackson, sat on her knee like she was Santa Claus. Oh, right, explain something to me. My, my knowledge of Reginald isn't he the guy that was introduced as Carmella's like sommelier? Yeah, and then he took a so, fancy to Sasha. 
Oh, right. So, so sat- Carmella's just out completely out of the picture now. She, yeah. she's, she sacked him because she actually, which I actually appreciated because she actually watches the TV. Because he, he, <laughs> okay. he used to go out chasing Sasha and then come back to Carmella like he'd done nothing. She's like, I've just seen you. And she sacked him. Um, I always like that in wrestling where they go. Well, I, I watched the show. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is a big plus point. Yeah, yeah. it is. A, which I like. So, yeah, he started following Sasha and then, yeah, Naya's. Took him he, under the he, wing he, and took him he, shopping and bought him a new suit. Did he not make lose Sasha lose a match by doing some sort of tom tittery? And right, she was does. like, I, want, I can't, I genuinely, I he was in literally, a, he was in a six person tag with uh, Bianca and Sasha. Yeah, and he, yeah, he won. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how he build that to you. So, uh, I don't understand anything just said. What? <laughs> just don't, just imagine like something better happening <laughs> in your head. <laughs> Yeah, Naya and Shayna and Bianca and Sasha fall out more, and we don't like each other, and they have a match. It's no, the they're, they're having a match. A mania. They're having the mania. Match. Yeah, 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 yeah. But set mania. That I don't understand. Butcher. Uh, yeah, Naya and Shayna. Just because if you put the titles on Banks and Belair, then that probably means you're not getting a women's tag team match at Mania. So I'm probably not getting anyone anyway, but. <laughs> It, Who is that? I, I just I hate it when they like oh can they coexist sort of thing the challenger and yeah, the second holder. Yeah. Can we not have any tag teams like what? I'm trying. I'm racking my brains in Riot main squad. roster. Riot Squad is the only one. Yeah, what? the only actual I think legitimate. Um, hey, you got Natalia and Tamina. Tamina's making a a, a yearly push oh, when WrestleMania comes out. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I guess you've got Lana and Naomi as well, because they're not doing anything main roster-wise. Naomi they? wants to join the Hurt business. Have you, have you I'm not fucking got... 100% on board for that, yeah. That sounds good, yeah. Do that. Like, got, like, uh... like Layla Hirsch joining Team Taz. Yeah. Put some women up in there. Yeah. You've, you've also got um, Dana and Mandy Rose. Yeah. Dana Brooke. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. So there are some again, yeah. They're not people who've who've come through as a tag team. The people who've been put into tag teams by yeah. circumstance. Yeah, a number of but, those tag teams are in fact old tag teams that were broken up and put, put together, together in different <laughs> configurations. Yeah, Vince yeah. no. is really good at risk. <laughs> you went, you went now and China Butcher as well. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, went that, yeah. Joe. Oh, and a heel turn by one of. Uh, where I put one of them, I mean by either Sasha or Bianca. Okay. I assume as much, yeah. Yeah, because you've got two people who are much better heels. <laughs> like it, the Mania match is going to be better if one of them is playing that role. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I suspect it would be Sasha, but yeah, I, I do it, like I do like heel Bianca. Like from her early run of NXT, I, I think she's like got a, she's got a, a bit of a run of a run as a face before. Yeah, yeah. Same. I, after I, the after the Mania win. You I do it. miss boss. Yeah. Yeah. The, the boss. The, the NXT boss. Yeah. Proper boss. Uh again, uh, same as Butcher. Uh Naya and Shayna. I'm a sh- with with I'm gonna say Belair taking the pin. Then due to just like Tom Tittery. Um Tom Tittery. Tom Tittery now. Is that the women's um, <laughs> Oh no, don't version. don't do that. Don't do that. Uh <laughs> And then Sasha goes mental, slaps like Bianca about the place, stomps off. We get WrestleMania women's main event, and it's between two of the best in the business. Yep. Does does Sasha just walk out on Belair mid match and then 
Belair is made to fight two on one and it builds like she puts in a really good effort and no idea, almost, almost wins would, it on her own. Why would Sasha Lee? Yeah, he'll, she doesn't want her team with her. Just walking out seems like a weak excuse. You need the shoeless wanderer appears at the top of the stairs with a big pile of Ferrero Rocher and <laughs> lures her away from the mats. There you go. Right. Write that down. Oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I had serious difficulty predicting this one. I, I initially went Naya Shana, Shana for all the reasons you've said. He'll turn at the end from Sasha. I think Sasha will be the one that one of them needs to turn. I don't think you can go into the mania as it is. I think Sasha will be the one that turns. But having watched the weekly shows, I don't see how they can... Apart from what you just said then, Butch, about Sasha walking out, Bianca having to go solo, that that would work. Mm. It bothers me that Bianca took a pin on SmackDown the other week. Massively bothers me that she took a pin in in the lead up to this. This should be the main event of one of the nights at WrestleMania. And it and it's a historic main event. It's two black women yep. who are incredible wrestlers main eventing, and the Reginald thing is just absolute bullshit. That's it's the typical added an element to a mania story that's just not needed, isn't yeah. it? it? It's right. it's, it's Charlotte being added to Becky and I was just going to say that it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like adding Charlotte in, who's you know at least a proficient and good wrestler, and let's just how can we make that even worse? We're going to add this guy who doesn't wear socks in and can't yeah. wrestle. It's it's like it's like the James Ellsworth story yep. and the <laughs> Charlotte and Ronda and Becky story. Something in between the two, isn't it? Like <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awful. So I, the, it, it, it I, seems I, like a way to sort of take some of the thunder away from it is to go. There's also a guy there. Don't care. Be. The, the, the no, story. I, I want to watch yeah. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks beat the piss out of each other. Yeah. In, in one of like the story exactly. we said it last week, but the story there is it's it's there that they yeah. both think they're better than each other and they both want to prove they're better than each yeah. other. That's Bianca's it. Because the up and comer who's challenging the person who's on top. Yeah, hands in the boss. Yeah, easy story. Very easy. That's it. That's the story. Doesn't need anything else. Sometimes the simple stories are the best stories. You Which don't need is... endless tag matches where they're taking pin, making themselves look weaker. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's no. the, it's the this issue they always have with the rumble winners is because they've got that like three months to fill. The stories always get overly convoluted, and the elements come into it that just weren't needed. Yeah, yeah. There's always one every year that it happens to. At least, yeah. That's um. I I ended up changing. I went to Bianca and Sasha, and it it was mainly swayed because I can't see Bianca can't take another pin. She's took a pin last week and SmackDown. That would be in a normal tag match. That would be horrific to do that again. Uh, possibly Sasha could take the pin, and then it's like, well, we both took a pin now, but that does nothing for the feud. Um, and I can see them just basically disregarding the women's championships and they use the match as a showcase of one-upmanship, which is what their story should be. And uh, I'm going to go that Bianca gets a win to get back that pin that she took when she hits a kiss of death on Naya, because obviously that would be an impressive feat to hit that on Naya. And Sasha's so pissed off at what she's done. She doesn't even celebrate and she just walks out without the titles. That's what I'm going for there. Um, there's, a lot, and, there's a lot of beats in there for bonus points, Alice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then follow that up and Oscar comes out and beats the shit up out of Shayna to set up the WrestleMania match because I think that's the way Ooh, they're going with and Oscar. And Nia just stands and watches it happen. Take that as well because that would get Shayna away from that. 
I don't, like I said, with this, I don't understand why they why they've been booking Jackson Baszler so hard for so long. Because <laughs> there's no there is there. There's no chemistry between the two. No. <laughs> Not in what I've seen, the little tidbits I've seen. Yeah. The thing that uh, ba- blows Baszler's... my mind on this is it is you had you out two weeks or three weeks ago. Yeah. And give it to Kai and Gonzalez on NXT and just let NXT run with them belts if you ain't going to do anything with them on the main If roster. you want to come down to yeah, NXT and fight for them, come yeah. and do it. Crack on, yeah. It does seem they were like, we have to introduce our own belts now. Yeah. That, that seems it literally feels like Triple H has gone, fuck you, you're doing bugger all with them. And I was like, I'm do <laughs> okay, NXT, you've got a load of women's tag teams. Great, good for yeah. you. Main roster, you've gone out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just so. seems mad they didn't take me off. Just seems like you've got a dying belt. Yeah, I don't know. What whatever happens, I just hope whatever Reginald's doing, he's written out a Bianca Sasha. If he needs yep. to hang around with Naya shopping, crack on. But no, we, no more we, of that either. We, yeah, she we, carries him around in her pocket like a little tiny pocket cup. Yeah. Like we don't have long until Mania. We've got what three weekends three after weeks. this. Yeah. So you you need to get him out of that story. You need to give because he is at the stage now for me of of making me not want them to main event WrestleMania. Is he from somewhere else? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, no. I don't know. It, it, it looks like he's got... He's got moves. Oh, yeah. he, was he that. can dance around. He can dance around, but uh, yeah. But I don't know if he's ever come up as, as, as anything else. If he's come from like... Sure, he comes from... Impact or the Indies or something. Yeah. He's, he's, he's clearly got experience. Yeah. But are they trying just to... look at it up. I don't know. Apparently he's... Being part of Cirque du Soleil? Yeah. Am I reading this right? I'm on his Twitter now. What? I hate this even more now. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. It's fine. Moving on. Moving on. Come on. Put that Twitter search out. And our main event, which will be a match worthy of a pay per view Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, which will be the main event given Daniel Bryan's barb at Roman the other week on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, has anyone not gone for Reigns? It's a lot of shaking heads. Uh, Paul's written something. <laughs> Paul's written something. Oh, he has, yeah. Paul's gone a double count out or Reigns DQ or double DQ because he thinks it will set up a triple threat. Yeah. That mania. I personally don't can't pick because I'm so sure the other one's going to go to a triple threat. I don't think they'll get this one to a triple threat as well. I think from what I've read, it feels more like it'll lead to Brian and Edge further down the line. Like maybe a SummerSlam match or some money in the bank. Yeah, I can see that more than a triple threat, to be honest. I've I've gone for this as triple threat as well. The the idea that you've got a special enforcer now. Um, I'm assuming Edge wins tonight. Edge's first match back on SmackDown. He's going to win, isn't he? So he's he'll be the special enforcer. Like that, that isn't going to go without incident. They're not, <laughs> oh, they're not sure. going to the the effort of putting him in there. So I've got the feeling that I don't know. Jay attacks Edge to take him out as a special enforcer, and then he takes out Brian, who then loses. But then that gives Brian a way to lay claim that he should be in the match, and Edge can't defend that because Edge is the one who let it happen because he was a special enforcer. I think this is the okay. one that becomes a triple threat. I don't think the other one will. So, yeah, that's con- that sounds quite convincing. Yeah, convincing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Brian, uh, Reigns ain't losing. No, Reigns ain't no. losing. No. Reigns ain't losing at WrestleMania either. So. No. Do we know when Jimmy's back? Well, um, far off, sure. That's um, what I was just thinking then. I, I keep, I keep, I keep going back to talking smart. Heyman was offering out his services on talking smart. He offered, he offered his services out to Shayna, and he offered his services out 
to Sammy or someone. He, he, he went, there's more than one Uso brother and the services are there and available. Hmm. Should you want them? Interesting. No, Big E. He offered him to Big E because he said to Big E, now you know what I was saying to you three months ago in that when you're the champion, there's no such thing as a friend. He said, now you understand what Roman Reigns has to deal with week on, week out in that you thought Apollo was your friend and now look at what's happening. He went, there's no such thing as a friend when you're a champion. And um, he said, there's more than one Uso brother if you need that uh, that that assurance and you can have it. So he must must be available. He's been offered out, pimped out by Heyman. Yeah, you could get him. You could get him returning and get the double super kick on Brian. Oh, no, I was thinking on Edge. Yeah, it'll be Edge and then on to Brian. No, I mean, like, um, Jay comes out, tries interfering. Edge slaps him down. Jimmy comes out, beats the piss out of Edge. Then it escalates into both the Usos beating the fuck out of Daniel Bryan. So then, mm, actually, no, no, thinking about it. No, I take it all back. What are you going for then, Joe? Uh, Reigns to win. Clean. Uh, a certain amount of nonsense happens, as will happen in the main event. Yeah. But I don't know. Because, like, does it need Jey Uso being in there? No. What is a special enforcer? Because it's not a referee. And they just stand at the ring side of the ring and they, check the referees doing things. Doing things right. And they also stop any sort of hijinks. Yeah. Like, if someone like runs out. Yeah. Someone runs out there like, no. Which means yeah. there's definitely going to be a hijinks attempt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two. It's like when they say they're not but in the building gonna... tonight. Right. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm having Jimmy. Jimmy's return. Okay. Bonus point. I though. think Jimmy's return has been predicted for every pay-per-view for the last few three or four months. I think by maybe, one of us. Maybe by you. At Blood and Guts. <laughs> yeah, blood and it's guts, happening. That's it's, I swear to God, when <laughs> Blood and Guts happens, up. I want 100 points. Because... Right? <laughs> If I just call it out every week, it will happen eventually. No, they're teasing you. Reigns. No one's beating Reigns at this point, are they? No. But so there's going to be some shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, I've gone Reigns and Edge accidentally cost Brian the match. And it doesn't lead to a triple threat. It leads to, a, like I said before, a future match down the line. Yeah, it looks like they're definitely having... The biggest swerve here would be Reigns wins clean. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Had, had, other, than, <laughs> other than beating Brian... When Brian had come out of an elimination chamber match, if you can call that clean, mm. he's not yeah. one clean. Edge just spends all his time around the ring, just like dusting and sweeping up and shit. Yeah, but if you're especially in Porter, <laughs> like there to stop shenanigans, if there is no shenanigans, you've got no business. No, that's what well. I'm saying. Yeah, he's doing like, is he doing his job well or is he just there? No, <laughs> what I mean is, it, it does, there is shenanigans, but Edge stops them. So the match is clean. Yeah. I thought you meant like the bear patrol in The Simpsons, yeah. where it was like, there's been no bears for 100 years, and it, there is one now. Yeah. Like if, if, <laughs> if, if Brian's going to lose, well, he ain't going to win. If, if, if Roman's going to win and Brian isn't going to get added to the match, I would rather Reigns win clean and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Win, yeah. and win wrestling as well. So when Brian does have to say, you're the best wrestler. He he has actually wrestled. Yeah, well, could, if, now you say that, could that happen? And it leads uh, Brian down a bit more of a healy path, and because he's that all that all and... that also sets you up on um, Brian heading down to face Pete Dunn to prove that he's oh, a good wrestler. Yes. Anyway, if it you want to start interconnecting point. stories, there you go. Yeah. He's on this path of reclaiming the best wrestler. Yeah, and then Zack Sabre Jr. is just there laughing in the background. <laughs> Technical wrestling. 
Thanks for listening. That wraps up the predictions for the hotly anticipated Fastlane pay-per-view this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dammitvincepod and you can email us at dammitvincepod at gmail.com. Next week, because we've got a busy month coming up in April, lots of predictions with TakeOver and WrestleMania coming up. Next week, building up to WrestleMania, we're going to look at forgotten WrestleMania matches. Like the matches that quality matches but don't often get talked about as much so if you have any ideas for that any matches you think don't get the attention they deserve from wrestlemania's gone past send them in to us and we'll uh yeah hit up on twitter we'll i don't know do a poll something the last poll did all right didn't it yeah yeah well we'll, we'll watch one we'll, we'll do one as our watch back yeah and then obviously we'll, we'll discuss other ones as well that, that we think so yeah thank you for thank you for listening once again bye-bye good night see you now, Bye. Fire.